All right, we are live. Hello, 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 everybody. That's just notifying me. I'm live, right? Yes. All right. I know it was a quick shave. <laughs> Hello. So we will absolutely continue this cell phone conversation. And I, I wanted to bring this up to be able to answer these questions. And last night, too, and I'll, I'll say this again as everyone's coming in. I know it takes about a minute or two for everyone to pop in here. Um, but uh, as people come in here, we're going to give a shout out to one of the Reddits that are just incredible. There's a Reddit group out there that if you guys are on Reddit, one, make sure you follow us, uh, add us on there. And then two, man, it, the Idaho 4 Reddits. Are, have you been on all of them? I don't know about all of them, but oh my gosh, they are there are so many that are so judgmental and make it really hard to have like uh, a think tank argument, not argument, a think tank conversation. You know what I mean? So, uh, in a think tank, right? You, uh, you want to hear opposing arguments. That's what strengthens your argument or idea. And uh, for whatever reason, with Reddit on the Idaho Four topics, it it is not. It is a total echo chamber. Either you're saying what we want you to say, or you're not allowed to post. And it's it's really awful. Uh, it's really disappointing. And, and that's the one I'm talking about, Lori. You got it. Um, yeah, but, you know, I got turned off of Reddit a long time ago because um, a lot of Reddit groups are that way. Now, I'm sure there's some out there that are really, really great. Um, but Here, I'll put it up. There's the also some mod like moderators and like people who run these Reddits a lot of different reddits covering many different topics and not just true crime not just idaho 4 they run it like a dictatorship I like i know there's some reddits Don't where you want to learn what yeah also like there's weird rules in some of them about cross posting almost like whatever you post in their reddit they essentially own and you cannot post anywhere else on the internet right, right. and if they find out you do you do you get banned yeah like it's really really strange some of these reddits and i don't understand why they are allowed to make those kinds of rules um i feel like there needs to be some guidance from the platform or something because it makes it not an enjoyable place I, like at I all agree with you i agree with you and you know what's really interesting too is uh you know it, it it proves how judgmental it is because if you guys have been watching us for a while you know that we it doesn't matter if we're right or wrong I, my goal is not to come on here and tell you things that you should believe i i never want that i'm literally learning with our community all these topics that we cover 
you guys, I had no idea about the DNA. I learned when I researched it to share it, you know, and a lot of times we're covering these cases where I don't necessarily agree or believe these topics, but they need to be talked about. They need to be shared, you know, so that we don't have an echo chamber. Um, so in, in my opinion, opposing ideas are just as important as your preferred opinion. I, I truly believe that. I think the only way to have a strong opinion is to compare and contrast with opposing opinions and ideas. Yeah. Because if you don't, then you've it's never been challenged. How do you know that you have a good opinion? How do you know that you have a strong idea? You know, you're, you won't. You'll have no. no idea. No, you won't at all. But, uh, but I, so I wanted to give this group a shout out. I meant to last night and we got all caught up in our, uh, debate and, uh, and I didn't, but every time I've posted on this group, it has been phenomenal. So if you guys are on Reddit, I know a lot aren't, but if you are, uh, this group has been phenomenal. I see a lot of people in here that believe Koberger's guilty. I see a lot of people in here that believe he's innocent. I see a lot of people in here just wanting to learn. And when I see somebody that wants to learn, man, I feel right at home because I, I truly don't think I know a lot of things, but I want to know a lot of things and I'm actively seeking to learn a lot of things. You know what I mean? And in this group, I feel like that's exactly what they do. So I, I really needed to make sure that I gave this group a shout out. I also posted something to see if I could answer anybody's questions here. Uh, regarding cell phones, but if you are on Reddit, you can search us, you guys, and um, we're on here. Uh, it's just uh, our username is just Thought Riot Podcast, uh, like all of them, and uh, and you can you can add us and hop on there. But uh, make sure you check out that group if you want a place where there's good conversation and everything like that. Uh, everyone's been incredible on there, absolutely incredible. I think some of the mods watch some of our content too. So shout out to you guys if you're a mod on there. You guys have done a phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal job. Yes, and Germany loves Thought Riot. That I thought that was really cool, man. Um, yeah. I, I don't know why... Uh, why Germany? Why Germany, but do I really care? Not no. really, you know what I mean? Uh, here, I'll pull it up real quick. Let me see here. Or oh, you know what? No, it's really cool. It's awesome. And I see many regulars in here. Hello, everybody. I yes. saw AR and Amanda, Ian, J Ray, CH, Tennessee, Heather, Tara. So from my Hot understanding, ham. what what we're reading here is Germany's whatever application this is, uh Germany's top true crime podcast and there we are baby number five germany loves some thought riot podcast and thought riot podcast loves germany welcome i'm gonna i'm gonna hack your name and i, I can i just call you v like uh victorine victorine I'm awful. I'm. I think it's Victorine. I'm probably gonna scare you away. All, all the regulars know I hack all words. Like that is, 
I just pretend like I know I'm saying it right and run with it. You know what I mean? You just got to commit and go. Thanks, Lori. Yeah, I. if you want to let us know how to pronounce it, that would be wonderful. But oh, oh, hi from Germany. That's incredible. That is awesome. Hello, hello. Yes. That's awesome. It's awesome to see you in the chat. Yeah. I hope all is well in Germany. Uh, like tangerine. So Victorine. Victorine. Okay. Okay. I got you. Thank I got you. you. But yeah, when I saw this, one one of our viewers shared it, and I should have pulled it up to give a shout out. I'm sorry. If you're on here and you're the one that shared it with me, thank you so much. And let me know you're the one that shared it. But um, I, I, I thought it was really cool, man. I thought it was really cool. You know, I, it feels good being recognized in that way because we try, we're trying to do something new that I haven't seen out there. I have not seen a true crime podcast that engages with their community and uh asks their community for topics to cover and things like that in an unscripted completely unscripted format it's almost like a blend between a podcast and uh, a streamer yeah you know what i mean yeah so uh we didn't we didn't know if it was going to work out good but it, it's been a ton of love uh and hopefully we keep we keep climbing those ranks and Eventually, you guys will see us, you know, in on New York where they put all those podcasts up above the bookstore or whatever. That'd oh, that be pretty would be cool. super, super cool. Yep. Yep. So here, I'll pull up the podcast that they're talking about like normal. Uh, you can find it on everywhere that podcasts can be found, you guys. This is we have two of them. OK, two of them. So we have. Thought Riot, the True Crime and Criminal Culture podcast, it is literally everywhere out there, everywhere, all across the world, all podcast platforms. And I'm assuming that's how we are ranked number five uh, in Germany. So um, but we also have the True Crime Talk Show, which you are on now. Um, and this gets downloaded and posted as well for our audio listeners and people that like to listen as they drive, things like that, um, and learn a little bit more from the other posted shows. So uh, welcome, everybody. As you know, my name's Brendan. This is Thought Right Podcast. I'm Malia. Thanks for being here, everybody. And this isn't Thought Right Podcast. This is the true crime talk show. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I was a test. I was just seeing if you were going to correct me. You were me. not testing me. You yeah, right. You messed up. What? <laughs> I always mess up. That's just part of the game. So, all right. What are we talking about tonight? So, we just watched a video on Accelerometer. Accelerometer raw meter um and what is that that is the all these sensors in your phone so if you guys see this picture right here this is the accelerometer uh tracks the movement of your phone going forward backwards left right up down 360 total degrees in all axis fronts um and it can tell when you're walking up steps it can tell when you are um yes ian i can't i don't know why it, you got to turn this on 
yeah, look, there's no argument here. I always say Malia's right. I listen. That's why I always say, you guys, I, I know one thing. And that one thing that I know is that I know nothing, okay? So everything I'm saying, I'm just guessing. What, and then I know everything? Yeah. Yep. No. Yep. <laughs> but, the so the accelerometer. Okay, so the one thing I do know is wireless when it comes to cell phones. I have too many years invested in that. Um Honestly, with how long it took me to get used to and learn all that information, I probably never should have left that industry, honestly. The learning curve on it is outrageous. Um, and just think how quickly phones progressed from a flip phone to yeah. an iPhone. Like it was blink of an eye, man. Um, but anyways, we're going to talk about the accelerometer a little bit more. I feel like we went pretty good in depth into what it what it is and what it does. There's a lot of questions out there right now. And I think of there were a few different creators and it, it's too many to remember. I think one was Cluminati. Another one was, uh, uh, I don't remember. I don't remember you guys, but there were quite a few talking about the accelerometer and the accelerometer is not what you think. And I have a couple examples of that. If the accelerometer was the bomb we needed, if it was the, the big uh, evidence that we can lean on, the, the accelerometer would be used in a ton of cases, and it's not. It is not a prioritization. It is not used over triangulation. It is not used except when there's nothing else, else that can be used, and it, it's not presented in a way that it is actual, factual, scientific evidence to. So um, it just right off the Right off the rip, we can already assume that that accelerometer isn't going to give the information that we want. But how could it give some information is sure it can track what you're doing like as you're driving, but it's blended. OK, so if you're in a car, once you get moving, do you feel like do you feel yourself moving forward? Yeah, kind of. No, no. Yeah. It stops. No, it's the same thing in a train. When you get on when you get on the train and you're holding on, you got to hold on tight when it starts, but once it hits that once it hits its resting mile per hour, its resting speed limit, you can let go and it's relatively normal. You're not getting any pull from uh what's that called? From the for the G forces or whatever. You're not you're not feeling any of that. Right. That is going to alter the accelerometer in the phone. Oh, really? Absolutely. That Absolutely. Makes sense. What when your phone is moving at the same speed as the item that's causing you to move, it that sensor is no longer going to have that pressure against it like that. Okay. So it, it it's not going to be able to be like, oh yeah, let's pull the accelerometer data and we're going to be able to track where. Brian Koberger went from his apartment. They it could tell that he walked 20 steps to his car, sat down in his car, drove, doo -doo -doo, you know what I mean? Can it pick up when turns happen? Yes, absolutely. It can pick up any time one of those hypersensitive sensors. And remember, you guys, if his phone's working properly, if if it's not broken, um, but those hypersensitive sensors in there. Uh, feel any force against it, it's going to pick that up. Yeah. But 
when he's going straight, flat, 80 miles per hour, there is not going to be any force to continue that there. So will, could they, could they, theoretically, could they, if his phone was on, because someone said that they believed that they could get the accelerometer data, data even when the phone's off and or in airplane mode. That's not true. That's not true at all. The accelerometer has to have uh, electricity to it. It runs off of electricity. It can't gather data. It can't collect data. It can't anything. Is it sitting in there, that little sensor? Absolutely, but it's not reading anything. But in airplane mode, it would still work. Yes, in airplane mode, it would still work. You're correct. Yep, yep. And if somebody, hey, Michael, uh, if somebody, and hello to everyone, if we missed anyone, I just happened to look at the screen when Michael popped up there, and Michael's the predetermined king of the chat, baby. Um, but uh, if yeah. he put it in a fair day bag, there, there's quite a few rumblings out there of people talking yep, about the the, the Faraday bags. And yes, it would record in the Faraday bags. Now, one thing to remember, too, though, is that Brian's specialty was technology. Right. So that information can all be deleted. All of it. It is not something that sits on your phone forever. It the doesn't work like the that. The accelerometer stuff? Oh, yeah. Yep. But it sits in your phone and like your health app, right? It, it can so, all be deleted. So, Any data on your phone can be deleted. I know people are scared of phones. I get it. I think it's because most people are, are don't understand them completely. But anything can be deleted on your phone. Even If you know what you're doing, you can delete apps that that your software needs to operate properly. You can delete anything. Hmm. Well, I definitely don't know how to do that. Yeah, yeah. So this one time I got uh, a tablet and uh, we had stores closing. OK, and this was when uh, this was when Sprint and Radio Shack were partnered and Sprint owned Radio Shack location. That was a long time. ago. It was a super long time ago. I know. Um, but they used tablets to run transactions. And I was over a whole bunch of these locations and that was right at the end of Radio Shack's time. Cause Radio Shack is no longer a company anymore. Um, and, uh, and you guys, if you, so if you asked me just side note, if you asked me a question about wireless and cell phones hang on to that question i'm going to answer it i promise you can you make it to where they can post those questions i'm going to set up a q and a um yeah, Q &A. so that if you have any questions just post them in the q and a yep and then we'll answer them at the end or when, yes. you know when we get to it i want to be able to answer cell phone questions so what do you want people. the question to be oh i don't what are the answer what question Wait. do you have around cell phones but uh so where was i on that um oh okay so i got so all those locations were closing all the radio shack locations were closing and uh because radio shack was going under like truly going under completely under the, it wasn't a buyout it wasn't a sell-off it wasn't an anything the whole company went under um all that, all the items in there, you, anybody that worked there could take them. So they gave a bunch of these iPads out, but these iPads 
we're locked to the POS system, point of sale system. And that is uh, a software that Apple puts on there. Now, it I don't know if I should be sharing all this, how to overwrite all Apple's stuff. But if you plug it into iTunes and turn it on uh, in safety mode, uh, in the fail safe mode, and then bring up the coding, you can literally find the highlighted and, and different color coding and remove pieces of that. And why I'm telling you guys that is that I learned how to do that really, really easy when I didn't know how to do that. So how do you think somebody who specializes in that would be able to do it? If Brian's guilty, if he had his phone, if it was tracking accelerometer and steps, do we really think that data is going to be sitting on there? Um, so I wanted to... You guys, let me know if the Q&A is working the way I think it should, because, like, I can't ask a question on it or anything because it's our own Q&A. So somebody ask a question, or if it's not working, tell me. I think it's supposed to be set up, you know, to, like, for you guys to be able to go under it and ask questions under it specifically. It popped up at the top almost like a pinned message from us. So just let me know if it's working. Ian's been up in here balling just like... <laughs> Making it rain dollars. Yeah. Just to praise me. He must be a part of the cult of Malia now. Yes. <laughs> but what? Um, but um, I was going to ask. And we appreciate so, that, Ian, big time. So if you know you, we love some Ian. If So what exactly did he specialize in tech? It said cloud data, right? Cloud forensics? Yeah, but here's the thing. So if he's researching cloud forensics and he's like, that's his focus, would he know all of that about Absolutely, phones? Absolutely, I think he would. Absolutely. So I'm relatively good on computers, you guys, and I didn't used to be. I can do almost anything. I can get to almost anywhere, but I wasn't one of those people that at 13 could break down a computer. That wasn't me. I was outside getting in trouble, riding dirt bikes and doing active stuff. I was just different. I wasn't interested in sitting in one place too long, you know? Um, but once I learned cell phones, which is a computer, I understood almost all computers. So with the cloud computing and the cloud forensic investigations, it, in order to get let's let's say there's a step chart, OK, a step chart of one through ten and cloud computing is pretty high up there for technology understanding and standards. You can't just jump into cloud computing without understanding like the premise behind how computers work. So if we have a one through 10 steps and cloud computing's at seven, you would have to understand one through six to get to seven. So, yes, I think so. Now, of course, I understand that's theory. I understand that that's a big stretch and everything. But I, I don't think you could know that and not. Uh, oh, I don't think we shouted out Victorine for uh, the membership, did we? Or did uh, it just not come nine, through yet? <laughs> probably it went, it, So it was a minute ago. Okay, okay. It probably just popped up later in the chat. But huge shout out to you. We're super glad that you're here and hope you enjoy the content. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Love so, having you here. 
So it looks like you guys, if at the chat, you see where it says live chat, there's a drop down menu when you press that and, and you I can go to here. the, you can go to questions or top chat or live chat, keep it in live chat. And then if you have a question, then go to questions and then you can post it in there like a normal chat. Let me see if I can. Is it here? So if I share this. Mm hmm. So this is what people should be seeing, right? Yeah. So then you just click no, this. No, no, no. That's not how okay. we're going to be able to show it. I don't know how it works on there. And But oh, go to the top okay. where it says top chat. Press uh -huh. that. Questions. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Did everyone see that? So And you see, can those are all questions now. Okay. Okay. So if you have questions around the wireless stuff specifically, post them here so they stand out, especially as the chat gets moving and stuff. I don't want anyone to feel like I'm not answering their question because I don't know. I would rather tell someone, hey, I don't, I don't know that information, you know. Um, so yeah, that just helps us keep track of it. Make sure you guys hit that like button for us. It does so much for the show, you guys. Um, and it costs nothing. And if you're having a good time with us, like we're having a good time, please hit that like button. It goes a long way for the show. Um, we're the only one who gets the question tab. Oh, no way. Okay. Well, some one of one of our lovely <laughs> regulars who understand how it works, please let the rest of the chat know cuz I see uh, multiple people saying that it's not working for them. Michael, it worked for you. Um Badfish Bear and J-Ray are saying it's not working for them. Let me go on my my alt account and see okay. if I can see how it works. Yeah, yeah. Because I've never done this before, and honestly, I've never even asked a question in like a live stream to another creator before with a live q and I've never done it at all. Yeah. All right. So let's do... Dude, this is... I don't remember this one. Yeah, that looks right. That yeah, it's a mini okay, one. Okay, you're right. You're right. Okay. I okay. remember that. I do one. remember that now. Okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. So what are we looking at here? Um, so this is I'm gonna do a quick refresher for everyone, okay? Uh, because this is part of the information that is being shared that is completely and utterly incorrect out there. All right. Now, what's interesting is I see a lot of people trying to like throw in reasons why somebody who actually has knowledge of this might not understand it. And I, I heard some people saying that not all cell phone towers are registered with the what is it? FA, FCA or FAA or whatever FEA. <clears throat> so that's wrong. All of them are. All the towers that are associated with the general public and population are, which are the only ones that matters in this situation. The towers they're talking about are the private towers for law enforcement, military, government, uh, hospitals, um, any of those functions. Yes, those do not need to because those run off micro cells. Those are mini cells, almost like a Bluetooth connection. And uh, that is very different. So. Quick rundown here. I'll, I'll try and keep it as quick as I can. This is Moscow, okay? In Moscow, 
there is only three towers total, and that's very questionable. So three towers total that are that can be used by the general population and or general public. It is tower one here. If you yeah, you guys can see my mouse. It's tower one right here. Tower two. So this is on top of the water tower. Uh, and it's a one-sided tower. It is not a regular cell tower that travels 20 miles. It is not one of those. Um, this is tower two here, just underneath it. I, I don't think we can see it from the... Okay, right there. And this mini tower is on top of Theophilus Tower. Um, and this is tower three here. And this is a legitimate tower. So... Um, So um, that is all there is. That is the full coverage and capabilities of the towers. And where is King Road? King Road is right here. So there is only coverage of two towers in this area. And it, this one's right on the edge right here. So I need to look deeper into what coverage this is. To me, this looks like the 4G coverage, but I'd have to verify that. Um, Oh, that's what it is. I don't have it set up for AT&T. I was wondering, why is it showing me every single carrier? It's because I'm not... I don't have it set up for AT&T. That's why. Should it matter? Uh, I mean, I don't need it to explain what I'm doing, but if people want to see, like, Coburger's coverage, then it matters. Um, so if you don't have... So, okay... Say you're in Moscow and you have Verizon. Yeah. Then is Verizon only relevant? Like your phone wouldn't connect to any of the AT&T networks at all? Well, remember, because Moscow has such horrible coverage, all three carriers use the these three towers. All of them do. I know. So there's going to be very similar coverage with, with each provider. Um but it, it, there are different antennas. It's not like you're connecting to... Uh, if a, you have Verizon service, you don't connect to AT&T antennas. AT&T antennas on, on a tower that's used by all of them. Yeah. Right. You mm -hmm. don't connect to AT&T's specific Correct. antennas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Antennas. Yep. It prioritizes <laughs> your user. So... um. Yeah, I yeah. just want to make sure you never know, like, I don't know what your phone can connect to. No, absolutely. Like, yeah. like, what is what is roaming? What even is that? That means that you're using any coverage that your phone can get. So does that mean your phone could connect to other carriers? It does. It does. I just want to be real careful saying that because this isn't an area that can happen. What? How? Because there is only three towers. So you and can't... all carriers are on those towers. Oh, so okay. there is no reason to connect to a tower that isn't your carriers. Okay. Yep. So um Yeah, but, but antennas. But yeah, they they cannot triangulate here. They cannot. And 
I said something in that video where it says, uh, I thought the PCA said that his phone was turned off. Uh, I think we checked that and found out that it doesn't say his phone was turned off. It says that his phone had no connection, right? Didn't we check that like three days ago or something? Uh, I can check it again because I have it pulled up here, the PCA. I was actually reading that. it. It's not that important. I don't but know. I think you're right. I mean, that's why you're talking. I can just look. Yeah. Because it's not like I got anything to say about this stuff. I don't understand it. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes questions help I, yeah. too. I, they do help, which I try to ask questions that are helpful. Yep. Yep. Um, but uh so yeah, the the wireless is not possible. It's just not possible, you guys. I understand what the PCA says. I get it. Um, and and the wireless is one major reason why we have questions. You know, it's funny, most of our most of our viewers that have been watching us for a while know that uh, we aren't out here trying to prove that Brian Koberger is innocent or guilty. Nope. We just want to learn and understand. And that's the goal. And I would be so happy, so happy if the prosecution came out one day and was like, look. We're just going to give you all the evidence. We we decided it's time to be transparent. We decided it's time to show you everything. And they drop bombs very clearly proving that Brian Koberger is the guy. I would be the first to jump up and be like, that's phenomenal. Okay, now I get why they were pushing so hard. Now I get this. Now I get that. But I refuse and will never, 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 never. And I hope you guys don't either, including me. Uh, I hope you never just take someone's word for it. Words are cheap. I'm a salesperson, you know, anybody can say anything. And I think a lot of times when you hear someone say that the automatic assumption is that I'm saying that people can lie. And I'm actually not saying that I believe most people have good intentions and believe they're doing the right thing. And I don't think that wrong information that is verbally given is usually a lie. I think that wrong information is, is slanted, slighted, or manipulated due to their own personal bias. And that, that just causes gaps in what the actual truth is. So in a case like this, I'm not saying there's some big conspiracy. Could there be? Absolutely there could be. But could there just be the human condition of people not being reliable absolutely you know and the wireless stuff stood out to me i didn't mean to hit it uh the wireless stuff stood out to me because that's my expertise so if i see a flaw here if i see something that doesn't add up here then if someone lie if you catch someone lying to you once what is your automatic assumption what else have they lied to me about absolutely come on you know absolutely. what i mean absolutely yeah for sure and huge shout out to Bryce Jones coming through with the super chat. So I've checked the tower in uh, on King Road. The, I think it's Washington that covers King Road. Oh, okay. Right? The, That's what you're saying? South reaches 1122 King Road. So Brian's phone could have reached one. So yes, no, there are towers that overlap that. Sorry if I wasn't clear. Um, yeah, but I think they're saying that there's one that reaches Pullman and King Road. Um, I mean, we can we can look, but it that's not going to change anything for triangulation. So this is Pullman right here, you guys. 
So that's not it. That's not it. It's it's that one. Yeah. So zoom out. Yeah, you got to zoom way in. And remember, this isn't AT&T's coverage. So, yeah, this is right here. That's king. So, um, hang on. I'm pretty sure. I need to when it change was it to AT&T. I'm pretty sure when it was just AT&T, this is where. Yeah, it, it was right on the line. I'm it pretty was. sure. So, But even if it's the blue line, you guys, that is unreliable. It's not everywhere that line is going, you're going to have coverage. That is its estimated coverage yeah. line. Um, now, a lot of things come into play with that. And the fact that this one covers does not... It You would the phone would automatically transfer to one of these. So like here, I'll show you if, if Brian started here, okay. And he was connected to this big tower and he started taking this road. That's the Moscow road or whatever. Um, more than likely he would stay connected to that tower all the way through it. He might connect to this one briefly. Uh, but once he got into town, he would connect to this one right here this has the this has the deepest connection not not the furthest but this has a lot of uh this has a lot of towers a lot of antennas on one side each of these is an overlapping tower so it would have transferred to this here um and then it would have transferred to this depending on where he's going there so even though there's that that doesn't help with triangulation in any of this. Because on top of that, and this is why this topic goes so deep, you guys. So each of these boxes matter, okay? So if Brian in his phone has his phone set up to uh, 5G only, in all phones there's a setting where you can turn off 4G. You can literally turn off your phone from using 4G and prioritize 5G. And if that's the case, then Brian's phone is automatically going to connect to whatever tower's closest because a 5G wave goes like 20% the distance of the 4G uh, wavelength frequency goes. Um, so depending on his phone, that will also come into play. And each of these coverages, like... The furthest away coverage that is either going to be a leftover 3G connection that is used for um, the the data boxes to connect to like laptops and things like that, um, or it could be 4G depending on that specific tower. So this one <clears throat> doesn't make me feel real good. Yeah, I want to see it, Amanda. You should post it. <clears throat> God, the King Road coverage altogether sucks. It is absolutely horrible. This is the only tower that has semi-good coverage. So and do it's, all of these towers crap. have 5G? Um, Yes. All yes. of them have 5G? All of them do. Yep. Yep, absolutely. They all have 5G. 5G is not some new thing anymore. All, all towers have 5G. Yep. I don't know about all of them. Yeah, they do. 
all of them yeah i mean when i say all i'm saying like more than 90 percent. so mm. yeah most towers have 5g okay yeah but there are some that might not you know but it's so one-off and minuscule i i honestly would say 99 percent of towers if i'm guesstimating here um but in in order to have good coverage here you guys you, you would need three towers to triangulate him with solid coverage Kay. so this is that's dpm okay so a Yeah, there's this new technology, you guys, that that I'm gonna present on on Friday. That it, if there's gonna be something that's gonna be able to locate him, it's this new technology, and it's pretty awesome. Like, got me excited. I like, I love learning. I want to know new things. You know what I mean? And this new technology that I ha I haven't heard talked about before is incredible. And I hope, fingers crossed, that it, it can be used in this. All right, so questions, questions, questions. Yeah. Where do I go to check so, now? Kimmy, I looked up the 5G thing in rural areas because she was saying, no, most don't have it. Um, it looks like by the end of 2021, this this is just what this is saying by opensignal.com, um, that all three carriers... Uh, they pretty much covered rural area areas yeah. really good, but that was with uh low band 5G. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty much it's in all rural areas, uh just low band 5G. Okay. By so, the end of 2021. God, why is this but not letting me see this question it, up here? I bet you it depends on like some states, you know. I bet some states might have some issues it, with it. It depends on your carrier. That's yeah. it. So T-Mobile okay. has by far the best 5G network. It is super deep and it is almost all of their towers. Um, so uh, most have it. Most, most, most have it. Like I'm 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 really comfortable saying 95%, but I think it's probably like 99% of towers have it. Yeah, but I that's awesome, Kimmy. And you know, good luck to you. I I we want to have lots of people on panels eventually. You know, yeah. we want to have the call in well, thing. experts and do a call in show and call in yep. shows. Yeah. So I can't see this top question. Something that says, Are iOS and Android phone? I heard uh, Android is easier to crack. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I can't see the first question and I can't see who left that comment. Someone asked something about our iOS and Android phones. I heard Android is easier to crack and manipulate. So, yes, that's true. That is true. I can't see that top sentence. Um, Let me see. Though. If I can see uh, and then TCS, does everyone have a cloud account? No, not everyone has a cloud account. And even if you do have a cloud account, 
uh, it doesn't necessarily mean you're utilizing that or using that to its fullest. Just because there's a cloud account um, doesn't mean it's saving everything. You have to have the right settings turned on for it to be able to be uploading constantly. So, so it says, how much different are iOS and Android phones? I heard Android is easier to crack, manipulate. Um. So how different are they? What is a good example of that i mean they're both phones they're both operating systems but the coding is completely different so the layout's different they can't share applications each phone has its own applications they uh they function similarly the big difference is is how ios is written uh with it being a private operating system uh it is almost impossible to hack like what do they call that at ag is it aggravate or aggressive hacking? Um, iOS is not so, it can't happen. Where Android, it can, so. Yeah, iPhone doesn't get viruses, which is, like, awesome. Yeah. I've never it, had an issue like that. It can like be that. fished. Um, right. And it can get to your accounts, like an app or an email or something like that. But, you, yeah, it 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 can't just take over your operating system you know, when I had, in the same way. When I way. when I had Android, I had so many glitches, and I rarely have glitches on iPhone. And if I do have like a little issue, it's so easy to fix. I there's a reason why I use dude. Apple iPhone. is like I I I understand why people like Android. I understand I the like arguments, both. but I feel like for somebody who wants simplicity. Apple is like yes. superior. Yeah, you're right. You're right. There, there's a reason why uh, companies gravitate towards iPhones because they're reliable, um, because yep. they last a long time. Um, but if you're a person who likes settings, if you're a person who likes to uh, adjust things to like your way, you know, changing all the minute little details of color of lines and texts and size and texture and all these things then um you got to go android you got to go android so there's benefits to both there really is you guys uh there was a long time where ios just ran the field but it is not like that anymore no, uh, i no. i i'd use and carry both so uh, but if i'm suggesting a phone to somebody that doesn't have a lot of in-depth knowledge and understanding in how to um how to upkeep their phone and make sure their phone's safe and secure and everything oh just go iphone just go iphone every time yeah yeah for sure absolutely uh so is the cloud tied into your cell phone plan or itunes no no uh itunes if you have an apple phone yeah i mean icloud it can be tied into your itunes because if you have data on your phone in itunes and you have it set up to save in iCloud, then yes, it would. So here, here's a good example. So I don't have it. Let's just, okay. So what size is this chip? This is 64 gig. Okay, so I have a 64 gigabyte um, SD card, right? Am I gonna get it? There we go. 64 gig SD card, okay? 
a good way to think of your your cloud, your iCloud, is that your cloud is one of these, okay? Normally, it has a whole bunch more storage than 64 gigs. Normally, it's terabytes, but it is one of these. And this is stored in somebody else's basement. And your phone is tied to that without that being present. That is the best explanation of how cloud works. And you can access it by opening your phone and it directly connects to this sitting in somewhere else, taking up someone else's space somewhere else. It's a server, and, right? Uh, it's just storage. It's just storage on somebody else's server. Um, but you you have a direct link to this at all times. Uh, but it's not on your phone taking up so space. Is everybody's iClouds in one of those big warehouses like stored in those big towers? Is that? Um, not anymore. Not anymore. So I don't want to get into how technical cloud computing can get, but it's almost what's that called? So we live in a 3D world, right? Or 4D or whatever. So in, in 4D, you're able to open up space within space. Cloud computing is like that. So it's just, it's too much to explain. Okay. And, and that's where clouds are stored now. So, um, but yes, but yes, that that's the best way to understand. But the it's cloud. not tied to your cell phone plan at all. No, no, no. It's not tied to your cell phone. Because that was the question. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a great question because that's an opener for the accelerometer details, you guys. And that's what I wanted to bring up here is uh, or get to eventually is the accelerometer. There, There's two different things to remember when we're talking about cell phones. And I worked in the cell phone industry. I understand how many people don't understand this stuff because they have no reason to. And I'm telling you guys, it took me years, years and years and years to even feel like I had some sort of a semblance of understanding of this stuff. Um, so there's no reason for an average person to understand all of this unless you're invested and in, uh, you know, that, that, that area, that career, that, that whatever. Um, so the accelerometer is in your, your hardware. It is a part of your phone. That piece is owned by Apple and manufactured by Apple. Now let's say your Apple phone uses Verizon service at all the, all the services provided on your Apple phone, uh, are ran owned and managed by Apple's so that. So your iCloud on an Apple phone is Apple. It doesn't have to do with your service, right? So you can, you could buy an iPhone and never put service on it and you can still have an iCloud. You can still call on wireless. You can still iMessage with a data connection. You can still do all these things without having any data connection to it. Uh, that accelerometer is part of that phone, part of that hardware uh, in your phone. Now, can you triangulate without that service, without Verizon service? No, not triangulate. You can GPS geolocate through the applications on the phone using surrounding data sources. Like if, uh, if you bought an iPhone but didn't put your service on it, you brought it home, connected it to your Wi-Fi, you are giving your location at that point, more than likely, depending on what your settings are and things like that. But generally you know you're giving your location at that point that is 
you know, clouds are so confusing because this says that it can be saved on a virtual machine, like you were saying, yeah. or a physical server. Yeah. What is a virtual machine? Like I, it's so confusing. I told you it's it's that 4D or 5D world. It's so, so weird. It, if we if we is if when we pass, you know heaven or the next life or whatever we're you gonna call end that. up in all of our cloud data no you <laughs> you might be in that next dimension i've heard it's like a new dimension and the next dimension is essentially like this but there's room within room so like right here in my hands there is no space okay but in the next dimension you could open that up and that would give you access to a different layer of space. So like the hole could be this big and it could be like Mary Poppins bag. Oh, or like Santa's bag. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Where you could just keep pulling out toys. Where, Cause it's really and, a giant warehouse. Yeah. And where Jimmy Hoffa's hidden. Um, <laughs> but yes. So that is cloud computing nowadays. They have created virtual servers out of nothing to store your data on the wire of the internet, essentially. So the internet is a thing. And that would, I don't want to go too far. This is no. gonna get super nerdy. <laughs> okay. All right. Like super nerdy. Okay. Okay. So next question from ZJ. Could a law enforcement officer use a random phone in the location they say Brian's phone pinged, use the data from random phone uh, to get data from the tower and transfer it to make it seem like BK on, was there? So could law enforcement use a random phone in the location? Okay, so essentially what you're saying is could a phone have been used? And this is just a theory, you guys. Theory, theory, theory. All right. Could a phone have been used at 1122 and they make it look like it was Brian there with that data? Well, for one, I don't think that's possible because, like, my, again, our goal isn't to make Brian Koberger seem innocent or guilty. To me, that doesn't matter. It, to me, I it, it is the hyper focus of the investigation and whether it's honest, transparent, positive, trustworthy, all these things. So they wouldn't be able to triangulate any phone, any phone whatsoever. It doesn't matter. But could that possibly be done in a situation where they had enough towers to triangulate somebody? Yes, it could be done, but their SIM card would have to be hacked. There are now two SIM cards. There's a hard copy SIM card. There's an eSIM card. If you could get the SIM card number of a phone and eSIM it to your phone, do a copy, okay? Copy that SIM card number over to your phone. Uh, technically, if it's a GSM network and not a CDMA network, which Verizon CDMA, AT&T and T-Mobile's GSM, um, then both phones would be getting that data. It would kind of be a toss-up which one is going to, connect and regulate with the tower though it would confuse the system but yeah i mean it can be done okay yeah there's your answer uh kimmy asked brendan is there cellular data on mars 
I think there would have been if Elon Musk wouldn't have missed hitting Mars with the Tesla. I feel like this is a trick question. No, no. It, there's there's no towers up there, but could some of our data make it there? I mean, yeah, there's we have uh what are those rovers up there and things like that. Um and those use special antennas that boost that that radio signal. Um so like is there data up there sure there is uh and and radio waves go an extremely long distance like it, just insanely long distance but there's no towers up there word <laughs> all right what what else um just amanda testing amanda if you want to go see the Aurora Borealis, go for it. Though I will miss you. Um, okay, so do new flip phones have a locator chip? Yeah, yes. Yep, they absolutely do. I'm sure all electronics now do. Yep. Uh, Kimmy said it was just her calling you an alien. I am an alien. I am not an average human being. Uh, J Ray, just saying it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> I <laughs> I don't know. I agree. It doesn't. Okay. So one thing I did want to um, show. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, there's just a, a few more. So Ian said, any major difference in how secure your data slash privacy are on Android versus iPhone? Um, not anymore. So Android has, has caught up They're They're doing a lot better as long as you have the right security on, um, as, and you're using the right behaviors to keep your data safe. Um, so I, I think both are okay, but if you don't know what you're doing, iPhone safer because it's more user friendly. It's like, uh, it's like data safe for dummies. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can go, Amanda, on one condition that you take a video of it and post it to Discord. <laughs> we have lives. Uh, it, it's on our screen here. So we're live every Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Uh, and we're working hard to get to full time, you guys. Once we get full time, we're going to, we're going to, make things more serious towards news uh coverage and things like that so but i i wanted to talk about this so i okay if you guys haven't noticed every day every day i put out a poll okay and every single one of these polls are crime related and i love them i love them love them love them and the amount of votes we get i feel like the community loves them too we usually get over a couple hundred by the time it's done. I just put this one out three hours ago and it already has almost a hundred votes here. So um, I asked, do you believe Brian Koberger can be tracked by accelerometers? We have 16% saying yes, 25% saying no way, 1% saying maybe, 52% saying what is an accelerometer? Acceleral <laughs> what? And 6% say, look, I'm just here for the hot dogs, all right? Um, so I hope I gave a proper explanation of what the accelerometer was. 
It's that thing that like if you have the Adidas app and you go for a run and it's tracking your steps, your speed, all of that, um, that's the accelerometer. Yeah, and I, I looked it or, up. There's multiple. So there's actually several of those little chips in your phone yeah. that help record like each which way your phone moves to record footsteps yeah. and all kinds of stuff. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, no, it's it's incredible stuff, but I want to be very clear with everyone because I feel like I feel like we've almost been feared into believing like all of these things are so black and white. We must believe them like with the DNA or the iPhones. It's almost like let's hide the knowledge type situation you know and i think these things are really important to understand and know what is capable on a cell phone and that's why i wanted to bring this topic up again because we've talked about it quite a few times but with all our new viewers i want to be able to answer questions so people don't feel like they have a spying device in their pocket you, you know you do I, you <laughs> depending on your settings but yeah i mean you can or you cannot, depending on your settings. Okay. So that's the important distinction. It is the important distinction. And, and it's also important to understand that, like, in a situation like this, Brian Koberger's phone disconnected, okay? So um, triangulation during the crime is out. It's just not possible. Um, whether he turned his phone off, whether it just disconnected, whether it was in a fair day bag, no matter what it is, it, it, it wasn't there. There is no data there. Um, but his actual phone, we saw them asking for app data. I think still I'm holding true to the apps are going to be the winning combination. If anything, I think the app data is going to be what proves where he's at when and for how long? Hmm. And I think that's why they asked for so many different app datas, applications Probably. data. I'm really curious if the defense is going to try to use that app data to disprove their theory. Cell phones are incredible things. I, I would lean on them every chance I got. And I agree with you. If Brian Koberger's innocent, Shouldn't the app data, shouldn't his cell phone, shouldn't this new uh, tracking that I'm going to be talking about this Friday, shouldn't the defense be able to use those things to prove he wasn't there? Right. You know, because well, evidence goes both not ways. That, not at that time. But here's my question is. First, do you, OK, just I just want to throw that question out there, this question out there. Do you think 12 times from, was it August or a little bit earlier um, to November, that 12 times is enough to stalk somebody? To Like, is that enough to where that, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I think that. That's enough? I mean, if you're unwanted there. For months and months and months. Okay, n no, that. You're not getting what I'm saying. I'm saying if you are stalking someone and watching their moves, wanting to know their routines, you're obsessed with them. Um, 
12 times over several months oh, actually doesn't it. seem like that much. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. It seems I get like what you're saying. An, it seems more like what I hear from most of the community is that people from Pullman go to Moscow. People from Moscow go to Pullman for restaurants, shopping, all kinds of things. Yeah. I, pa partying. Look, I, I agree with you. I don't think that that's that much. When you're a stalker, it is an obsession. Uh, right. It is uh, something you feel like you can't control. You have lost control of yourself to break the law and 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 put over become that overbearing on somebody else's rights against their will. You know what I mean? I don't think that. It's like, oh, let me just do my favorite weekend, you know, task of stocking, you know, and I'm going to do it once a week I think it would only be on Friday night. I think it would be almost every day. At, yes, that's what almost. stalkers do. Like at least every other day or something. I like agree. That. I They can't not know what the person that's being stalked is doing. They can't not know. Right. So I, I agree with you. I think that 12 is not enough. It doesn't feel stalkerish unless there is something else going on here that, that we aren't picking up yet. We aren't picking up yet. Is there some kind of religious motivation? Is there some kind of hatred? Could, could hate stalking be different and make 12 acceptable? Right. Maybe. Did he blonde-haired american-looking women you know what i mean like just trying to come up with possibilities or sorority girls sorority girls so i think there's a uh, i think i'm just asking that question because i was pondering it in my head earlier like because when you think of like a stalker who's sexually obsessed uh -huh. you know it's um or like that person is their object of obsession where they are thinking about them nonstop. 12 doesn't seem like enough, but you're right. And I was also thinking, well, if he's stalking them via the internet, then maybe once a week is also reasonable because the rest of the time he's stalking her online. Yeah. yeah. I was just, I was just thinking about it. Like, you know? Yeah. Here, here's another Thing that doesn't look necessarily good for Brian is he was uh, going for cloud investigations, right? Um, so he is familiar with technology. I could stalk someone online without getting caught. So could he? Is that why there's no connection? It also seems a bit strange if, because I don't. I don't think if Brian was planning to harm That's these girls, scary, I don't think if these, if he was planning to harm these girls, he would be following them on Instagram up until the point he got arrested. I just don't think that's possible. No, Do you really think that's possible? I, I think it's possible using tactics that keep yourself hidden. What the Gonzalez's say they came across his account that I, was following his family members no, and I was following that. Maddie. You just asked if I thought that was possible. Yes, I think that's possible. If you're using tactics that keep you hidden, not your personal account. But so, it wasn't hidden. I, I understand that. So in the idea 
that it is his personal account, no. It had his face on it. You're, okay, but you're following a very specific line of thinking. You're talking, not in general, but specifically, did, did the account that the Gonzalez family believe was doing this, do you believe that could be Brian's? It just, I don't know. Yeah, because yes, I think Brian could have been stalking them online using tactics that would keep him anonymous. And again, I don't think Brian's guilty. I don't think he's innocent. I have no clue, you guys, none whatsoever. I'm just following this line of thinking that is it possible? And I do think it's possible. Hmm. I think I could probably do it. I've never stalked somebody before, but... I could do it anonymously. There's just a lot of people who think that Instagram is real, and I really don't think it was. But, I mean, I just don't know for sure, because it is odd that that Instagram was following other Coburgers, but, like, people could do that, you know, like, to make a fake account. Like, how do you make a fake account believable? You follow people with the same last name as you. Yeah. Like, that's not that hard, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I uh, like. Did they just look up other Coburgers to follow? I don't know. I don't know. It just seems odd. But no, that's a good question because without having the background information, we won't know, and that is why we need that background information. We have to have it. We have to have the IP address, the location he was at while that app. And, and that account was being used. There's no way not to. Because I, I, I don't believe that that was a real account. But. I'm curious if it's going to be in court at all. If it's not in court, then you can almost guarantee it's not a real account. Of course. Because that is a very strong piece of evidence. Oh, like, yeah. very strong. Yeah. If, they, if the prosecution can prove Brian Koberger was following these people and had been going to their account. Dude. Rough. That's yeah. tough. <laughs> that yeah. That would be a problem for the defense. It would be major. Like I I would I that would be a big deal for me in determining his guilt. Yeah, and this gag order absolutely is making it worse, but I do feel like it is up to us to be able to have respectful, responsible conversations and going back to reddit there's this idea out there that that like oh well we don't have all the information so you shouldn't be talking about it yeah okay get out of here that's not how things work that is not how human beings come up with ideas that is not how uh theories are 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 found that's not how uh inventors invent things like Theory is good. Conversation is good. Expanding your mind is good. Talking about all things relevant are good. Making theories about this is good. What is a problem is if you're being rude, judgmental, disrespectful, or harming somebody else by being aggressive because they don't believe what you believe. That's the problem. I think anything can be talked about. I, I know I've said this before, but anything can be talked about. Literally anything. It is all in your tone and it is all in how you present yourself, you know? Yeah. 
You know what I find odd, though? What? Is that there, unless I'm wrong, okay, uh-huh. but there is no search warrant for Instagram in Brian Koberger's case that we've seen. Okay. That I can find. Like, I, I can't find anything to do with Instagram, and I just okay. command F to make sure. No. Yeah, but uh, is there for Meta? Meta, okay. Yeah. Search Meta because Meta is Instagram. Is it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let me make sure this is his case though. Yeah. Because there are other cases here. Brian Koberger. Meta Platforms Inc. There's one, two, three, four, five, like six or seven orders to seal and redact. Yeah, I agree with you, Stunt, that some people do get so triggered they have a hard time discussing it. Um, and and I understand that. I get it. I, I, I understand that. But that doesn't make it okay at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, agree. And I want to hear people's opinions that don't agree with me. I want to. I, You guys, I love being proved wrong. I love it. Absolutely love it. It, it, when I'm proved wrong, that means that I am learning something. And and most of the time I don't. Almost all information can evolve and change over time anyways. So I just don't see find a lot of value in right, like right and wrong, whoever's right and wrong. Um, but I do find value in uh, added knowledge of information. Um so it's each victim. So each victim, they have a search warrant for their meta account. That's what. That's exactly what I would do too. That's so, exactly what I would do. Um, yeah, it's each victim, and then probably Koberger. Yeah. Yeah. But there, there's this crazy idea out there, and you know what's, you know what's super funny too, you guys, is they see us debating and arguing, and what's funny is most people that comment comment like they're offended that i can't admit that i'm wrong um and that's not even the goal i don't think i'm right most times i think i'm wrong most times um but it's funny when general population and society expect you to care that you're right or wrong i don't know i just think it's funny it's because it's built into us like to it, care it, about it. Yeah, it's yeah. built into us to care if we're right or wrong. But what does it matter? Like, yay, I know something you don't. Okay, cool. You want to share the wealth? Because I would love to know more things, you know? Yeah, for sure. It doesn't make someone better to know things. Yeah, I agree. It's a projection. I I almost feel like information is like an insecurity or security. And and it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be at all. It's there's so much knowledge out there that we'll never know. It 10% of it never. So it is so absurd to be like, "Oh yeah, I I'm right. I know this. I know that. I know whatever." I, I would just rather be wrong all the time to learn more because the person that's continuing to learn is the one that's winning. Hashtag winning. 
Hmm. What? Oh. But uh Okay. But what uh What? No, it's just reading the sorry statement. Yeah, I I agree with you. I agree with you. You got to say who you're agreeing with. <laughs> um, yeah, CH. I sometimes I'll go in my head to think about like examples of that situation, but I agree. I think being right and wrong or admitting uh that you're guilty and and somebody deserves an apology, those those two things go hand in hand, I think. At least what I see, right? And and yeah. the only reason I feel like I have a good understanding of that is because of how many people I talk to every day and not people I know, new people, you know, being a traveling salesperson, it, I I speak to a ton of random people every day, you guys, a ton. Random random people. So, uh and what's really interesting is depending on where you're at in the country, the demographics are different. And also, there's a difference in how they're going to accept things, present things. It's really interesting stuff. Demographics is really, really interesting. But uh, but I hope that we can all get to a point where we're able to talk openly about these things because – the only thing that I find offensive is people trying to limit people's knowledge. That is the only thing that I find of offensive. I don't ever try and limit somebody from learning. You know, there's that age old statement where people say there are no dumb questions. Well, how it normally seems is sure. There are no dumb questions until you ask a question that they don't like. You right, know what I mean? exactly. <laughs> but really, there shouldn't be any dumb questions. Anything, anything. Who cares? Who cares what people know or don't know? Yeah, it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. Like I said, I, I truly would rather be wrong more than I'm right. I really would. And not because it proves something, but that because that's because I'm learning at that point, you know? Um, and I want to learn. So... Did you want to answer how, where's your cloud and how do you access it? it oh, yeah. Yeah. So it, it depends on what phone you have. But uh, if it's iPhone, it's right on the top in, in the settings. Uh, if it's Android, it's right at the top in your set, depending on what Android you have. It can be right at the top. It can also be at the very bottom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what else? Um, so it says stunt brat said some new flip phones, flip phone makers say there's no chip. Are they lying? I would be curious to know what, what, what flip phone makers are saying. There is no GPS chip in it. Um, because all the new GPS or all the new flip phones that are out and there's only a couple you guys, um, they all have a GPS chip. It is so rare to find one without a GPS chip. There's there's a lot of benefits in having that. And it's not just tracking people. It's also finding your own phone. It's also using maps. You can't use maps without it. So 
uh, you know, if you want a phone that you can't use maps, you can't use any location services, none, then, you know. Yeah, so you don't have a GPS if there's no tracking chip. No. Right. No, you don't have uh, maps. You don't have any anything like that. I, I couldn't live without maps, you guys. I, I need a GPS or else I will be like an old lady with dementia. Yeah. <laughs> is essentially what I will be. <laughs> I'll be just walking around like I've lost my head. Yeah, I I agree. And uh, so I hope I answered all the questions with the accelerometer, you guys. And I want yeah. everyone to know, yes. too, that uh, if... If you have questions, please shoot them over to us. I will do the best I can to always answer. Um, and I probably should have said this in the beginning. I didn't say it because I posted it in the Reddit. Um, but for those of you, the reason I call myself a wireless expert is because I have 15 years of experience working directly with uh, businesses and towers and regional hubs and uh fortune 500 companies that that need a tower all to themselves those mini cell tower locations i've worked with setting up private towers and frequencies um i've worked with all of that and you you have to know all of those details the difference from 3g and 3g went down 4g lte 5g um what's the new 5g called it's different on different ones like ht or whatever uh, but the 5G network, you got to be able to know the difference between um, the data, the the computer data boxes and iPads. Like you got to be able to know all of that stuff. And, and it's a ton, a ton, a ton of information. So 15 years with all of that. And if you guys want to know anything, there's very few topics out there I don't know in regards to cell phone towers i just try not to go too granular um because i could talk about like the most in-depth topics but most people wouldn't be able to follow along hmm. so okay now here's an interesting one are you ready for this mm -hmm. so somebody replied left a comment why and how the 1122 King Queen house got changed. And it's interesting. I haven't verified it, but I got excited. I wanted to share it with everyone because it sounds like there could be some worth to it. Okay, read it. So why is 1122 called King sometimes on King Road? Why is it called that it's on Queen Road sometimes. So what is on Queen Road? 1122 King Road was 1122 Queen Road before the house was turned into a three-story home around 2010. There was a double garage at the east side of the old one-story house. That made 1122 Queen Road because of the way it faced. Post- the whole rehab in addition to the home, it changed the way that the door faced. So the post office had to rework it and made it officially 1122 King Road because 
the change in the front of the house. Interesting, right? I was like, oh, that makes total sense. But it doesn't. What do you because mean? The it door... used to face east. It used to face towards that road, and now it's facing the other. So I think what we're missing, which I haven't been able to verify, but, that's... but we can, is it doesn't matter where it's closest to. It matters where the door's facing. And that makes sense. Okay, but the door faces Queen Road. It does not face King Road. King Road is the dead end that goes down toward Jack Decor lift. Yeah, but is the first and floor then, door considered the front door or is the upper area? The back sliding glass door? Yeah. I mean, how do we know these? It's such a strange house. It is a strange house. You're right. It's a very sliding, strange house. I will so, tell you that most houses open up to the main living area. That is floor number two. So this, unless it's one of those split level houses, sometimes they don't. I've never seen it. I a, have. A main door is always to the main living so, area. So I've seen split living houses like where it's like you open the door and it's a it is, um you know, just stairs. Yeah. It, where you have to go up to go to the living room and then you go down and it's something How else. Inconvenient. You're right. It's an awful design, in my opinion. But it is truly a strange house. Absolutely. Good to see you, Jeff. But. The back sliding glass door does face King Road. The front door that would go right to those, you know, like Bethany's room and this room that was storage, um, the door that we see all the time in the front, it faces Queen Road. I've I have looked at that house and looked at it on maps over and over and over because it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. No, I hear you. I get it. But... Can this explanation make sense without doing Maybe. any further digging? To me, it does, because the living area is two. Mm. So is it weird that a glass door up on the, the second level could be considered the front door within the postal service? But where's the mailbox? Control, I mean, that doesn't matter. Uh, so because mailboxes can be anywhere. I, I grew up in a house that had a mailbox that was like uh, a football field away down the road in front of somebody else's house. So, okay. um, but, uh, but there might be stipulations within the USPS that determine whether the main door is the door that opens to the living area or it's the first and or lowest door. Hmm. I, I think it makes sense. I understand it. The whole house doesn't make sense, you guys. So is it most logical to assume that the front door is where the cars park? Yeah, duh. Obviously, that is absolutely the most logical thing. But we're not working with logic. This house is not logical. The living area is not in a logical place. Front doors in 90% of homes open up to the living area, not a bedroom, not a private bedroom, a living area. Now, remember that house also used to be split into three apartments, meaning the main door might not have been that bottom door. 
the main door might have had to have been the slider because that's how you gained access to the upper levels and the lower levels because it was split into thirds. Yeah, but J-Ray makes a good point. How often does the front door go straight into the kitchen? Because uh, that's it's what... still the living area that I agree with you. It doesn't make sense. But it, like I just said, cut that house into thirds. Yeah, the main door is going to be considered the door that gives access to the top level and bottom level. And that house used to have three separate leases and split into thirds. It wasn't one house with split bedrooms. It was three separate living oh. spaces. The concrete patio used to be the driveway. That's interesting. So I that, can see that. So that makes more sense for it to have been King Road back then, though. No? No, I don't think so. I'm telling you, I, I'll verify it, you guys. I don't have anything to back what I'm saying right now, but I guarantee you it has everything to do with the living space. That is the reason. And I agree. The back it's, kitchen wasn't it, there. It doesn't okay. make sense for the, the front door to be a glass door. It doesn't make sense for it to be a slider. It doesn't make sense for it to be connected to a kitchen. But that house doesn't make sense. That house was not one single house. It was three separate living spaces. And the uh, house is like one of the weirdest parts of this case, man. It really is a very, very strange home. I hear you. I hear that's, you. I think that's why we've questioned if there's a tunnel under it because of the way it's built and everything is just weird. Maybe. Maybe. That's why I question it. But for me, that that explanation makes complete sense. I would love to know if that person is like with USPS um, and uh, and to to learn if USPS is the determining factor. Are they the ones that come out and say, okay, so this is the main door here. So this is the road that it officially is on. And then, you know what I mean? It's always the USPS's fault. Something like that. <laughs> but it makes sense. I get it now. I thought it was great. I was super excited to hear that. <laughs> Oh, the house is remodeled so awful, you guys. So awful. With the amount of remodeling and additions they, they put in there, like, why didn't they do it right? Why did they make some weird, strange house? But I think it's because it was three separate leases. Like, they, they it was literally three separate apartments, you guys. So, so three separate apartments. You have a question right there from Stardust Angel. Um, saw your cell phone video. Can you tell us where and why smart TVs have cameras? Uh, not all of smart TVs do have cameras, but I know some of them do that, that take into account, uh, gaming and things like that. Uh, I don't know if it was built in to specifically connect to a gaming console, but I could do a little bit of information and figure it out or a little bit of researching and figure it out. Yeah, that's, I don't know, weird. Okay, so video conferencing and security, got it. 
that that makes sense. It's similar to a computer. So on a computer like my work computer, uh, you know, I can either use a fingerprint or the face ID or both. So maybe that's why that that makes way more sense. Yeah, but when have you ever used the camera on your smart TV? Does anybody use the camera on their smart TV? I mean, it's a smart TV, meaning you have private information on there that you need to protect. So it makes sense. Even if most people don't do that, it makes sense. To have because, a camera on it? Yeah, because it, it for security. Yeah. Any any device that can hold private information should have security on it. Yeah. And the camera is security? Yes. How do you unlock your phone? Face ID. Camera. Computer. You don't, face ID. But you don't camera. unlock your TV with a face ID. It says right there you do. That's what it's for. Video conferencing and security. It just seems a bit odd. I I get it, but it makes sense, too. It doesn't to me. I mean, you can't do a fingerprint. A camera I is way smarter than, like, fingerprint with sensors on a smart TV. I don't need a camera on my smart TV for anything. I mean, anything. I do. I do. If I have personal information on it, I want my personal information protected. So, I mean, maybe you would get your stuff hacked more easily, but I keep out all my stuff locked Isn't down. the only way that helps is if somebody literally walks in your house? No. Absolutely not. So then how does a camera help you have privacy if you're not worried about people literally so, walking up to your TV and stealing when, your private when information. When people hack your electronics, you think they're there with them? No. All right. Question answered. So what? It proves that nobody was there? No. What do you mean? What do you think Face ID helps? When someone has hacked your TV and they're in some other country and you have Face ID on there, are they going to be able to hold that camera up to their face and get into your device? No. Yeah, but there is no face ID on TVs. It literally says that. It just that says security. It doesn't say face ID. What do you think that means? <laughs> yeah, but you don't. Do, do any of you need to show your face to turn on your TV and use it? If you have a smart TV. I do have a smart TV. I, then maybe it's something you haven't turned on. I don't know. But dude, a TV is a computer. I, I think I you're thinking different. Like a TV is a TV. It's not. It's you're a computer. You're just not explaining it. You're just saying what you're saying and expecting me to understand. Well, because I expect, I expect you to understand that it's a computer. So when you unlock a computer, you use Face ID. When you unlock a phone, you use Face ID. I don't. I use a password for my computer. Well, then you're not very protected. Okay. The, the, the two most protective is Face ID and fingerprint because they cannot be manipulated. So hmm. you're not as protected as you could be. But I use Face ID on everything. Face ID and fingerprint on my work computer. <laughs> okay. I don't think any TVs have face ID, though. I don't know. I feel like you just don't want to believe that. 
I if I can if You're I like can dead set if on I not can, letting that can, be the answer. If I can stand in the other room and put my hand around the wall and press the power on button and do everything I need to do without letting my TV see me, then there's like there is no security. It's not stopping anything. It's not yeah. face IDing me. Yeah. I don't need That's to... a TV that doesn't have face ID. So It's a smart TV, though. I okay. That doesn't mean that you don't have secure settings turned on. I'm just saying that I don't think most people use Face ID. It doesn't matter if you use it. Most people don't use Face ID on their phones, but that's also why other people's phones get hacked. Okay. So it's it's the same thing. I'm positive it has Face ID. There are some TVs that do. Maybe not all of them, but there are absolutely TVs that have Face ID. Yeah, like, it's not normal, though. It's not like everybody has it. So, to catch everyone up, when we just Googled why specifically cameras were added to TVs, it gave two answers. Security, which is the Face ID, in the same way that computers have it and phones have it, and video conferencing. So I don't agree. I think that it that answer was correct. I think that they more than likely have face recognition on there for security. It does say most have facial recognition. Yeah. I'm telling you, it, all electronics are the same, guys. It says lots of smart of TV them. models have webcams and microphones. This allows the TVs to offer all kinds of features from facial recognition to video chatting. The FBI uh, is warning that hackers are using these add-ons for nefarious reasons. Yeah. So if you guys don't use Face ID or Thumbprint, you should. You should just really take a look at your smart TV security settings because I'm probably going to do that. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's kind of terrifying. Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't even see Ian. Yeah, they they are saying Face ID on TV has uh, that hackers have used it for nefarious reasons. Yeah, yeah. So, so all how does that all help? Electronics you? are the same, all of them. So you're saying if you have Face ID on your TV, but you don't have it enabled and set to your face, that opens you up for more yep. hacking. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So there okay. are only two things in security settings that can't be manipulated, fraud, uh, and that is face ID and fingerprint. Everything else can be hacked. So like on my phone, I use face ID. I don't use fingerprint. I, I use, uh, I'm not going to share what I use, but there are different password settings that you can set on a phone. And you have you can choose four different settings, and I use the most secure setting on that. Um, and Face ID. Yeah, I was just looking at the FBI recommendations real quick, but okay. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. That really no, it's good you brought it up because it's important for people to be really secure on these things. I feel like that's why a lot of people are really scared about phones. You know what I mean? Why wait, I've talked to a million people wait. that, hey, you got to fix this. I'm being wait. tracked. I'm being this. I'm being that. And a lot of times you 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 can take someone's phone. And you're like, wait, did I just open this? You don't have a lock on your phone? What? Wait. You know? So if your TV is on and playing, is it recording? No. Mm -mm. No. 
Are you sure? Yeah. What if Wait, someone is it steals always, your thumb? Is it right? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, somebody what? chops off your thumb. Yeah. That'd be a problem. <laughs> so what about because you know how Alexa's always listening? So that yeah. means your TV Alexa's are horrible. That though. means your TV's always listening too, though. And because no, your phone too. No, you said your phone's always listening. It that means no, your TV is it has I a said. microphone. No, 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 no. That's not what I said. I didn't say your phone's always listening. I'm I said that your microphone is always being a microphone. That doesn't mean that what's being said is being saved anywhere, which listening presumes that. Yes. But a microphone is always being a microphone. Like this microphone here, when this is off, it's still being a microphone. So if there's power to it, whatever's going on, there could still be a signal going into an electronic. If you don't have anything turned on that's engaging that data that is coming in the microphone cord, whatever, then it's not going anywhere. It's not doing anything. So is a microphone on your smart TV always being a microphone? Yes. But depending on your settings is whether it's it's actively using that microphone to build data and, and do something with it. Okay. Interesting. All right. Yeah, Alexa is kind of scary. I am making stuff up. That's all I do. <laughs> I just make it up. I do a whole bunch of research, so my making up sounds really good. Alexa is scary. Everyone needs to get rid of their Alexa. Everyone needs to get rid of... Uh, What's the other one? It's Alexa and and what is it? Google Home? Nest. Or, yeah. Yes. And Nest. Home, I think, too. Yes. I don't know. All of the... So Alexa's the worst, but the, the Google one is really bad, too. Uh, they don't have any security settings on them, you guys. So they can be hacked so easy. So, so, so easy. The FBI's recommendations are put tape over your camera. What? Why? No, use your security. Use it. Because look. Because it... people are hacking into TVs similar as they're doing Alexa and listening and watching people. Then that's because security's not on. So putting tape over your camera is the worst thing to do. Put security on it. People have this idea that, like, if you use your thumb and your face, then your face and your thumb is going somewhere. I'm A picture of it, it can't be used. You know what I mean? It's not going anywhere. My face is already on my neck, on my head. <laughs> and, you know? Hmm. Interesting. I'll look more into it later. Anyway. Wait, did you read something that said the FBI said don't use face ID? It they I just read this where it says that they're using the FBI's warning that smart TVs which allow customers to stream their favorite shows 
can easily be used for spying. Yeah, it didn't say um, don't use Face ID. It, I didn't think so. No, but it did say that it wants customers to look at like their security settings and turn off like microphones and cameras and stuff like that. Right. Or right. put so, tape or put tape on your camera. Right. Right. So it is not saying turn off security features, you guys. That's insane. All 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 electronics are the same. All yeah, of them. It's not telling you to use Face ID though. But that I honestly that's that one is like super tin hat. Just because they're not saying to turn it on means they're saying they're not telling to you use to it. no, they're telling you to turn off your camera you settings. You can't. You can't. Okay. You I can't I turn off microphones and I, cameras. I under I yes, I understand that. But um So you need to make them secure. I, I would honestly just need to look more into it because that's just one random link from like a random like business that's just repeating this kind of. You know what I mean? I guess. So I don't I know just if that's make the sure real... I'm telling people the right thing to do. And yeah. I think telling people to just cover your camera with a piece of tape is literally the worst thing you could do. The worst. Ever. So if yeah. that truly is the FBI, was that FBI.gov? No. Then that's, it wasn't the FBI. Well, that's why I'm that's why I said that. <laughs> oh man. That that's why I said that. It's somebody repeating that. Yeah. So, so I don't know the if it's FBI official. I would never say that. I'm actually they probably would say that. I'm probably wrong. But that wasn't FBI saying that. And don't ever listen to anybody that's telling you to just cover your phone with tape. That is insane. That's the most insane thing I've ever heard. Um, when I did work with phones, all electronics are the same, you guys. Uh, it, all electronics are the same. Doesn't matter if it's a computer, uh, a TV, or a phone. They're all computers. They all have the same software. They all have the same similar acting hardware with different sizes and things like that and electronics are taking over you're right they are um but uh you need to secure them that is the most important thing to secure them not to cover it with tape <laughs> that is so scary that means anybody could grab one of your devices that means uh so you can never turn off a camera or a microphone without getting into it so um you need to utilize the security on it. So they don't say anything about Face ID. This is from CNN, okay? And it says, in order to... The FBI recommends to guard against intrusion that ed owners educate themselves of their device's security settings, uh, change default network passwords set by manufacturers, and understand how to enable and disable microphones and cameras. In particular, smart TV does not allow the disabling of cameras. I know. So why did they recommend you know how to enable or disable it? Yeah. Uh, if it doesn't allow it. So it says, put some black tape over it. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what's super interesting, too, is... Uh, after being in electronics for as long as I was, like, dude, most cops, most FBI agents don't have the experience that I have. Most of them don't. They, they reached out to people like me to get their information. That's how it works. I. Yeah, so I think that um, 
I don't know. I don't feel like that was a very good recommendation. I'm just being honest. Dude, it's not. I can tell you that for sure. This is the one thing that I know just from it's, experience. So they further go on to say, well, if you don't plan on using any of your smart TV fe features, just unplug it from your network. Just don't use Internet. Yeah, that's wild stuff, dude. What? Yeah. That didn't really help me because I'm not going to not stream or do any of that. Nobody is. Ever How are you going to use your smart TV at all then? Someone asked, you literally can't use it. Someone asked if we would do a video on the security settings, which is not our common stuff. It's an expert video, but uh but I I'll probably end up doing that. I mean, if you're really that worried about it, I guess get a DVD player and just only play DVDs. No, but what? That is an awful idea. That's holding yourself back as the rest of society progresses forward. Electronics aren't going away, you guys. So the only thing to do is to learn how to use them and learn how to use them effectively with the security systems that come built in. Um, a security system is not tape. Uh, that never a security system is turning them on. You know, with a phone, I'm every single time somebody had issues with their phone, every time I've ever seen a phone hacked, a computer hacked, you know why? Because they're doing things like using tape. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> because they didn't have security. So if somehow they they duplicated your SIM card and which means uh, that they had a ghost phone and, and it was connected to your phone number and they got into your phone. They would still need your face. They can't get into it if you have that security setting turned on. They would still need your thumbprint. They can't get into it. So. So the thumbprint and the face ID is the best. Yeah. Security. Absolutely. Without a doubt. It is what I use on everything. Yep, because it, it can't be fraudulently gathered. Someone can't take a picture of you and use that to get into I'll a do face what, ID. I'll do whatever hackers do for security. Do hackers use face ID and thumbprint? No. <laughs> Why not? Because most <laughs> hackers don't use the regular network systems. Um, they use the the under they they use the networks that are used by police which i could do but there's just no benefit to it like i'm a salesperson people need my phone number so it's okay. different interesting yeah i have all location turned off on my devices too and yeah. i advise everybody do that I it blows my mind the people that allow their location to be tracked publicly on Instagram or Snapchat. Yeah. Like I can see where you live and I yeah. don't even know you. That's a problem. Don't do that. Please, for the love of God, don't do that. Yeah. So dangerous. <laughs> no, facial recognition and thumbprint help almost everything. That, Unless you want to go off the grid. That's which... with the assumption that you actually have your settings turned on in your devices, though. Like I said, if, if somebody spoofed your device, which is what happens, if somebody spoofs your device, they still need your thumbprint or face ID to get in. So, like, if a hacker on their computer, if I just reach out to one of you at random and 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 do, 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 get on my keyboard and I'm in your computer right now 
and you have face ID turned on and thumbprint, I can't access anything from here because you have that turned on. All right. So should, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about? Do you feel like you really explained the accelerometer like went more into it or do you want to talk about that more? No, I feel like I went into it as good as that I could. I, if anyone has any questions, I, I think it is debunked it because the current storyline is he was in a car and walking. So with that, we aren't going to get a good, reliable reading of the accelerometer. Also, um, you know, when it comes to, to data, when it comes to electronics, there are things that are allowed in court and there are things that are not allowed in court. And some of the reasons why they aren't allowed in court is because of their unreliability. They don't have any way to verify this information because essentially the rule of thumb is in court when they submit a piece of evidence, you need to be able to verify that evidence. You need to be able to show your work. You need to be able to show how, how you got there and came to that conclusion. With the accelerometer, there is no way to do that. You can go in and delete half of it. You can go in there and delete all of it. Uh, I mean, it it doesn't do anything. And, uh, you know, like we were talking about earlier, during the time of the crime, it doesn't matter anyways, unless his phone was in a Faraday bag. If his phone was in a Faraday bag, then maybe there's something to that. But with him being in cloud-based forensics, I would assume he would know. So say for instance, um, say for instance, he had his phone in airplane mode, okay, and went to commit this crime. And he gets out of his car, he parks it, um, you know, like, I don't know, down the street a little, wherever he parked and walks up to the home and goes in and commits the crime. Do you think that once he's there, once he's out of the car, walking up to the house, it's in airplane mode. Remember his phone's yep. in his pocket on airplane mode. Okay. He goes in the home and does all that. Would the accelerometer at that point be reliable just for that moment in time? Yeah. Yeah. It, it could be reliable in that situation. If his phone is in airplane mode, it could still track his movements, but that is if he didn't delete it or have the settings turned off, which oh, is why okay. I wanted to be very clear about that because I know two videos out there that I saw talking about this made it sound like your accelerometer is recording you and there's nothing you can do it and do with it, do about it. You can't stop it. You can't do anything. That is not true. Uh, I think that is not true. In Idaho, everything is allowed. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Everything uh, is allowed. Even the stuff that's not all the, credible. The only thing I would say with that real quick though, is the only people that would have the technology to be able to use that type of information would be the feds. So, um, the feds more than likely are not allowed to use that as evidence in court. So like with the cast report, the cast report says on it, do not use this information in court. 
Um, so I assume with cell phone data information like this, it would be a very similar circumstance. So would they pull this, hand it to uh, Moscow and say, we don't want nothing to do with it. If you take it to court, that's on you. Maybe. I don't know. But I know that the feds won't bring it to court unless it's approved to. All that stuff is pre-decided. So you remember the cast report we read? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I don't think I know enough about Idaho court. I mean, I listened to the Va Lori Daybell Vallow trial, kind of, but I don't remember a ton of it. I would have to look into it more, honestly. That's cool. I'll go check out Lana, Lana's stream uh, after our stream or maybe tomorrow if it gets too late. It's called the joke. <laughs> I, You know, but I think there's some validity to your comment, though. Honestly, I, I think that they will allow a lot of stuff in that other courts would not allow in, even if you were joking. Unless you were talking about something else, AR. Uh, there is no cast report, Danny. He's just talking about... There's no cast report in the BK case, and Koberger case. Um, what he's talking about was, like, it was some... It was like a report about... It was basically an outline of how FBI agents should use this data on like cell phones and geolocation and stuff in a court case, like using it as evidence. It was more of an outline and a guideline for FBI agents. And we we looked through it on stream. It was the live after we premiered our GP, GPS video. It was, it was, so we did the cell tower data and then we did the GPS data. And I believe it was the live after the GPS data that we read the, the cast documentation. She was just asking about the cast report and I was just saying, there's no like official cast report on Koberger. It was just like an outline for the feds and how to use that data. Yeah. Yeah. They... So even even with the Koberger case, there isn't a cast report. According to Payne's PCA, somebody on the cast team, singularly somebody on the cast team, confirmed he did it right or, or walked him through it or something like that. Just something so ridiculous. That's not even possible, you guys. I couldn't call any of you with all the information I have, with a decade and a half of, of knowledge, I could not call you and walk you through how to triangulate somebody. Not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, Dara, good luck going to work tomorrow. I hope it all goes well. Yeah. And you're feeling better. Um, <laughs> AR said he had one case in Idaho and got screwed. <laughs> Jeez. Dude, Idaho's scary business, man. For real. And 
you know how many people from Idaho comment on our stuff and say that it, it's horrifying? A lot of people. We I mean, have a lot dude, of people the, that live in Idaho that is like, the, yes. Th the three strike rule on drugs there shows me it's terrifying. Have a good session, Kimmy. Did you see? Yeah, that's awesome. That's I super think cool. There's a ton of uh, evidence proving that works incredible. Yeah. 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 Let me know how it how it works for you. I'm really curious about it, Kimmy, if you're still here. If not, I'll just I'll just message you. Yeah. All right. So real quick, and then we'll dig into the FBI topic for everybody that has never been on here before. Um, what we we have a um a discord and just to be clear here i say this every time because there's a lot of misunderstandings with discord um it is 100% free and post it doesn't membership cost too. anything um but uh you get alerts on there and continue the conversation basically you know thought riot is not me and malia it's all of us we are one community and we are a bunch of people that enjoy thinking talking communicating and sharing ideas and opinions and uh, you guys, before we started doing this, I didn't know anything. I didn't know anything with any of this stuff. Like DNA, I've learned so much. I feel like my head's going to explode. Most of it is from you guys. Uh, and you guys are, are way smarter than I am with all that stuff. Um, and it, the cell phone stuff I knew. But a lot of the other details that we've been researching and everything have been learned from the community. And we appreciate you a ton and love that and uh you know if you want to continue the conversation we can continue it there at discord uh oh wait that's not the discord hang on sorry guys for some reason it didn't copy um invite copy But you have to have an invite. So, okay, there's the Discord invite. So if you want to hop on there, it is completely free. And we will never ask for money on there or anything like that. Okay, it's just I'm, to continue the conversation. I'm sharing the membership link right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. The membership link. For YouTube, because I did see, I think it was Kimmy asking how to renew her membership. That membership link should help you out. I meant to post it earlier. Sorry. Yes. But that's awesome, Kimmy. I'm really curious about it. I would I would probably try it if a doctor determined, you know, that and, I was a candidate for it. And just because we didn't have... Uh have as many people on i want to give a shout out to as many people as possible that watch this from germany um we uh we're ranked number five in germany um for true crime on this platform which is incredible uh to be ranked that in germany so if you're from germany and you're watching huge shout out to you i was pretty stoked by it I thought it was pretty incredible to be ranked number five nationally. So shout out to all our German viewers. You guys are all part of Thought Riot, and uh, we all appreciate each other here. So, um, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. It's really cool. <laughs> 
And Kimmy, shout out, new member. All right. She renewed her membership. But yeah. yes, thank you for being here, Kimmy. We really appreciate you. It's still worth a shout out. It for is. For sure. So, FBI. Let's get into the FBI. So, one of the things that I've been focusing on lately is... How many different pieces of evidence the FBI supposedly had a hand in but doesn't take claim for? Yeah, it's weird. It's, it's weird. Weird. It's it's actually I think it's it's hard to say that's unusual because I don't know if it's oh, unusual. It's unusual. It is very is it? yes. Absolutely. It is very unusual. What if we just don't know that because they've done it in other cases and we just didn't so, realize it? I did a little bit of researching because I had the same question. But normally what happens is you will have an expert that is uh, sent over to a case like uh, how do you describe it? Like uh, subcontracted to a case, basically like a cast member. OK, so <clears throat> when I was doing research on cast, I think it said there was like 170 different cast members nationally and uh if uh if if a cat an fbi cast member wanted to be used on this case they would call up the fbi ask for help whatever and that cast member would go and do their cast report okay now in order for that report to be used they would have to be a witness in court they would okay. have to appear in court and 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 give their expert testimony statement that yes my name is so and so i have you know 5 years as a cast member have gone through all the training and i vow this is true and you know be able to be cross examined things like that yeah. uh, around all that information now we are not seeing that we are not seeing any names included you can look at the no. delphi case look at the delphi case the fbi's agent agent names are included you're with right. statements you're right and details not here no. we don't have anything so far we have Payne saying hey bros i called the cast member who you know walked me through some of the toughest information ever period that i've ever been a part of you know over a phone call and created uh, a triangulation map for brian koberger just not possible so why don't we have any information on that i don't know it's really strange because you know i did see um you know Somebody trying to make connections to an FBI agent. But the thing is, is we don't have anything official like at all, like at Nothing. all. We don't have a single FBI agent name. Like Not none. at all. It, it, and this is where I bring it up. Okay. I don't want us to get back in the debate where, uh, you know, I, I'm backing the FBI because I wish the FBI would take this over. I, so where we stand is I don't think the FBI is to blame for any manipulation or wrongdoing in this case. I do think that it is local officers that were involved in Dr. Moore. Now, Malia does think that the FBI could have some blame in this, that some things shady were done, right? So we see things a little bit differently there. Now, I wish the FBI would come in and literally take this over. 
I want evidence like Gilgo. Yeah. I wish, dude. Yeah, but but the thing is with Gilgo is all the evidence like it it wasn't just the FBI that did that. I mean, it's all all so the Gilgo arrest is like 1200 pages okay it's like 1250 pages or something like that and the majority of that evidence is evidence that has been gathered in the last 12 months by the fbi Hmm. so it's pretty relevant okay the majority of it is pretty relevant. They have evidence within the last three months of him calling the victims. They have the cell phone records and documentation. Listen to this. So their cast report, which mind you, he's in New York, you guys. So it is so different. Like you could triangulate anywhere in New York state, literally anywhere. That's how many towers are there. What's going on with the towers in Moscow is so rare, so rare that I've only seen it in two places before where it has this lack of a coverage. Um, But get this. So they not only triangulated Rex Hewerman's cell phone, but they triangulated his burner phone that he thought he was safe with and did all the dirt on the burner phone. So what the FBI did is proved that his cell phone, which was never used during the crimes, and his burner phone were in the same spot. Essentially making the connection that Rex is there with that burner phone making the calls. Like, the level of expertise around the cast report and proof and evidence with the cell phone records in Gilgo versus, like, what we're seeing here, why are we trying to manipulate them? Why would we not come out if I'm paying? Why would I not come out and say, look, we have a major gap in our coverage here. This is something that we struggle with daily in law enforcement when we're working with the case. But this is the evidence that we do have now uh, that's I'm sharing this evidence with the understanding that there's gaps and it could be unreliable. But with this evidence paired with this and this and this, we believe that there is undeniable evidence that Brian Colbert is the guy like, dude, there wouldn't be this problem right now. So what if you had to guess, because Bonnie's right, Payne essentially claims to doing everything himself except for an FBI agent gave them, you know, the year of the car. You know, like they just gave them tips. That's essentially what they claim is that the FBI just gave them tips or, you know, gave them the year of the car. Like that's that's really all they say. Um, And they don't give names. If you had to guess, why is that? I want to know what you guys think, too. Why do you think that is? Why do you think they do not mention a single FBI agent's name? And it appears that they did all of it themselves, only using the FBI for a tip or some like random tidbit of information. So I can tell you that. It feels very similar to Dr. Moore. It is. Uh, absolutely. Dr. Moore's case. Uh, and again, Payne has a direct connection to uh, Rosendahl or whatever uh, that it is proven as a dirty cop. Not not 
theory proven dirty cop in the Dr. Moore case. Uh, and there is connection to pain. Now, not a strong connection, but a uh, regional connection to pain. And those two officers, Rosendahl or, and whatever the dude's name was, um, said that all these other law enforcement agencies were involved in gathering this evidence, including the FBI. Now, according to everything that we see, the FBI was never included in it. Hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right, Jay Ray. Uh, Tolson, not Rosendahl. You're right. You're right. You're right. Sorry about that. Um, so I'd, I didn't see the FBI included in any of that information, but they came out with a statement to media saying the FBI was involved in that. Interesting, right? It feels very similar. So, which leads me to wonder, was the FBI really involved in all of these things? Was a cast member really called? And is it a cast level investigation on the cell data? Did an FBI cast member, because remember the report we read, you guys, we read how cast members do their work. They get all the triangulation reports and documents. Then they drive out there on scene. They test the the uh, the towers in question to verify that what they're being sent to them in a report on paper is matching what they're seeing in person. Now, was all that done? Was all that done? Because I, it doesn't feel like that. Hmm. So your your theory is that M Moscow police are trying to use the FBI to back up their evidence. Character assassination. Yeah, I feel like they're trying to control the narrative. Now, I'm not saying the FBI wasn't involved, okay? What I am saying is that the FBI had a ton of feet on the ground there. They were already there. Everyone knows that. That's not in question. They weren't there for this case. They were there for the uh, investigation that was going on with the major drug bust that took months and months and months and months and months. And those agents were already on the ground for that. Um, so they were there on site during the first day. Okay. And uh, what I think happened is that the FBI offered some limited assistance here, there, whatever. And I think the FBI is be if, okay, this is this is not my opinion, you guys. This is just theory. Um, if I think the FBI is being used like spread and just spread all over the whole case. To make it look legitimate. To make it look more legitimate. That's how it feels. And and the one I the expertise I have on cell phone is that's how it looks with the cell phone record. So why do I not believe that it isn't going on in other areas? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I didn't know this. Uh, Kimmy said that FBI agents are protected civil servants unless they come forward themselves. So they can remain anonymous unless they choose not to in a court document? Um, is that what that means? Not if they're... Not if they're an expert, if if they're giving their expert uh, opinion, testimony, information, report, and, and they're but they signing didn't. it. And they didn't. You're right. 
But if they did, uh, they have to be able to be cross-questioned whatever. Yeah, so that's why they use them for tips, not as experts, like expert testimony and witnesses. Maybe, I don't know. I can't, I couldn't find a single other case where an FBI agent was like, yo, bro, yeah, I'll give you the stamp of approval, you know? Yeah, the car expert was FBI. It was, Again, it says there, it in the PCA. There's no evidence of any of that. And that, that was going to be my next question is the car. What do you mean there's no evidence? It says that in the PCA. I understand that. I understand. Okay, so what do you mean by no evidence? Uh where is the FBI statement like Delphi, like Gilgo? There isn't anything. It's true. There's not. Now, I understand this is gagged. I get it. And they could be there. I understand they could, they be. could be there. They could be. But they aren't right now. They aren't right now. And the information on the cell phone data is not true. So, again, that, that's why I question these things. Because when I see and when someone's lied to me once, I'm a fool not to look for others. Yeah. A fool. Yeah. I really hope that those um, expert testimonies from the FBI come out during the trial. If me they, too. If they don't, I think we have a serious problem there. I agree. I I'm agree. really curious in the Dr. Moore trial if ec FBI expert testimony ever happened it, on the stand it didn't yeah but we didn't see the trial for ourselves yes i so the document that dr moore mm -hmm. is is suing these guys and and they're they have an uh an ia an internal affairs investigation going on in a current right now as we speak um it it states exactly how he was convicted there was no evidence after they said they had all the evidence Okay, Molly Collie. That's gross. Uh, so you shouldn't have even said their name. Who cares? Just ban them. Um, but there is no evidence in the Dr. Moore case. None. They convicted him on his admission of guilt. Okay, so right, there's no trial, is what you're saying. So there was no, no need for all this stuff. There was a trial. There was. The only evidence used to convict him was his admission of guilt. Okay, then it wasn't a trial. Not not with like a, a jury, but you still have to go to court. You still right. have to get sentenced. You still right. have to present evidence. Like that those things still happen. Okay. But I feel like in And no evidence was presented other than that. Okay, but admission of guilt. None. Not a single piece. For real? For real. After they lied and told uh, Dr. Moore that they had an unsurmountable amount so, of evidence so against him proving he's going to get murder one. Yeah. They didn't submit anything. Okay. Nothing. Okay. So, yes, J-Ray, he pled guilty under intense coercion. Okay. Uh, by the police officers involved in that. It was, he was interrogated for hours and not given proper legal counsel when he asked for it over and over and over. He pled guilty. You're saying they went to court, which I, I guess I missed that when we were going over the yep. court docs. 
or, or that like lawsuit or whatever document that it literally says they did not present any evidence at all except for his confession. I, yeah, that's exactly what it says. And that's, that's wild. They literally set him up to close that case and and have no additional evidence for a retrial or anything. It the whole thing was fraudulent, dude. And I am so glad that Dr. Moore is suing the heck out of him. Because that's awful. Wasn't he in jail a year? Just under a year, I think, is what it was. I don't know. And this man lost his life. One of the... Like, if you flip to upstanding citizen in the dictionary, literally Dr. Moore's face is there, right? Based on the appearances we see. Um, Disgusting. (laughs) So disgusting. And these two officers that we're talking about, you guys, that told Dr. Moore they have enough evidence to convict right now of murder one. But if you admit, we'll give you murder two so that you don't get the DP uh, and then presented no evidence, which is not common. They're literally setting themselves up for retrial. Um, didn't submit any of it because okay. it was all fraud. It was all manipulated. It was all faulty change timestamps to fit narratives like it it was shady dude and there's a currently an open investigation right now and they continue to stalk this man after that after he got out they literally stalked him until his business was shut down and these two cops that we're talking about that did that were key investigators in the idaho four yeah so that's why i i look my bet is on these dudes not the fbi because, again, the person gathering the evidence, if that's flawed during the gathering of the evidence, then all the information after it's already flawed. All of it. If you gave flawed evidence, and I'm not saying this is going on, but let's just pretend that, you know, this pen is evidence that I could use and I gather it falsely because it wasn't there. I pull it out of my back pocket and then send it to the lab for the FBI. The whole thing's flawed and the FBI's involved. You know what I mean? You get where I'm going? Yeah. So So the only thing so Jayra is saying that's normal if you plead guilty that there won't be any evidence presented in court and I think that's true. But that's if didn't that's he normal hire, if you take a plea. And he didn't? No. He didn't take a plea deal? Mm-mm. No, the, there was no DA present. Police officers can't offer police. No. There was no prosecutor present? Yeah. Mm-mm. What do you mean? Then how was he convicted? There has to be a prosecutor. At the time of admission, okay? So I'm assuming you're talking about when he agreed to admit to get murder too. Normally, in normal circumstances, a DA, a prosecutor, would be present to agree to that deal to not give murder one and that's one of the pieces of evidence that he has against them that they lied that is not something a police officer can decide now the police officer can suggest to the state that they should do this but they legally they are not allowed to do that so the only person that could have made that deal is the state a representative of the state a prosecutor um and that wasn't done so uh he he still went to court and normally you during your sentence, whatever, uh, you still present and attach the evidence. Hmm. And they should have done that, but they didn't do that because it was lies. It was fraud. 
and they had to go back to get that evidence pulled when Dr. Moore got out. All that evidence was presented in court during the retrial to get his testimony or to to get his admission of guilt thrown out. Um, and now it's being used to sue the heck out of these guys. Yeah. So, and this is this is what the Brady Giglio or partnered with Stickergate Brady, whatever. Uh, that I think is in this case, you guys. And it was a key investigator in this case, Holson. Yeah, so you're saying because he didn't accept a plea deal, he didn't accept a plea deal, he only confessed that they still should have presented evidence? They still should have presented it anyways. Anyways. Hmm. You don't have to, but they should have. Because when you're going to court, you are not just worried about only the case in front of you. You want to make sure that they aren't going to get let out, that they aren't going to retry it, that they aren't going to find a flaw in your investigation. So normally, you still present this evidence. You still put it in the case file, the document. You still show your work normally. It doesn't need to go through a trial of a jury of their peers but they, it is normally still in the case. It has to be. Okay. Well, I don't know. I'm not sure, to be honest, 100% how it, it works. Well, it doesn't affect the story. So no, I know it you're interested in it, but it doesn't change anything within this. They still manipulate. They're still dirty cops. I think they still lied. They still you know, made decisions that they weren't allowed to make. There was no prosecutor present. They were legally not allowed to say, if you admit to this, we'll make sure you don't get the death penalty and we'll give you murder too. They are not allowed to do that. That is not something a cop is allowed to do, you guys. The cop's job is to uphold the law and gather the evidence of the law broken. They're not allowed to wheel and deal on, on what you can be charged with. Yeah. Not happening. Yeah, for sure. And again, those same two officers that, you know, created fake evidence to scare this man, this upstanding citizen, into confessing to murder, too. Like, they were in this case. They manipulated timestamps to make it look like he was there at the right time. They I threatened public officials. Yeah, I just, you know, one aspect of the collection of evidence in this case that really stands out to me personally and really bothers me is, okay, so basically the two PCAs, okay, Blakers and Paynes are nearly identical, except the knife sheath, the finding of the knife sheath. That bothers me. Uh, the fact that the fact that they both, okay, it says they both got there together at 4 p.m., five hours after 911 was called. And here, sorry, here's the Dr. Moore videos for those of you that are interested in the case. We, we covered it, um, and these are the two videos that I'll give you the rundown of it. Five hours after 911 was called, the lead investigator finally shows up along with Blaker. And the same officer 
walks them through the crime scene. To, I'm so I'm assuming together because it doesn't say together that Blaker and Payne went together, but you can infer that considering they went there together. They were there at the same exact time and the same exact officer offered to walk them through the crime scene. So I'm assuming they walked through it together. I think that's pretty, pretty consistent to like assume that, that since they arrived at the same time, like you get it, right? But the difference is that Payne claims he found the knife sheath and that Blaker gets informed about it later. Yeah, and they supposedly so they were, showed up together. If they were there, showed up together, got offered by the same officer to get a walkthrough, Officer Smith, yes. And so they were walking through together. Then why did Payne find the knife sheath and Blaker have no idea about it? Until later, when somebody just told him that they found a knife sheath. That just doesn't make sense. That makes no sense. I agree with you. And Mike, what you're saying, I, I understand what you're saying, but you got to remember that when they go to court, they are not only going just for the situation that they're in there. And also, you you know that like 30% of people, uh, and I just Googled this. It's not like I knew this information in my back pocket, but like 30% of people falsely admit to case crimes that they did not commit. Uh, notoriously, there's serial enders and people will come in and, and try to admit to those crimes to get the recognition that didn't actually do those crimes. So it, it's really common in the report, in the case file, uh, in the investigation to include all of the evidence. And they that evidence was there because they used it to get him out, but it was not presented at at so what in you're, front of the judge. You're saying they should have sat there and gone through every bit of evidence. No, you in, guys are acting in court like because in front of the judge. You guys are acting like because that evidence should have been in the case file means there needs to be some presentation in front of a jury. Okay, no, absolutely not. But the judge needs to understand what they're looking at when he is going to uh, give his uh, whatever uh, the. Uh, how much time or whatever he has to to issue the judge takes all the evidence into account yep i think everyone assumed you meant presentation i was trying to clear that up yeah Because yeah. that's what everyone is is thinking you're saying. I know. You're saying it should be presented at court. So everybody is assuming you mean presentation. No, presented to the judge. Like yeah. the way you see in a trial the where they have like everybody like, you know, explain it and yeah. show it and all of that. Yeah. You mean just literally handing it over to the judge so the judge can look at it himself. Yeah. And in the case file. I, so when you're even, convicted, you have that's public record. You have access to that case file to then, uh, you know, try and get a, a retrial, try to get things thrown right, out, right. work on that. And all that has to be included. It wasn't. 
It was not. So then there how- was one piece of evidence against Dr. Moore that was handed over to the court and case file, and that was the uh, admission of guilt. Then how did that the, was illegally gotten? <laughs> how did the judge not say what? You can't just hand me a confession. I hear you. I get it. And none of it makes sense. I I hear you. Hmm. I don't know. I don't have an answer for you because it doesn't make sense. None of that makes sense. None of it is legal. You can't appeal if you plead guilty? I I mean, you can. Oh, that's not true. That's why the Innocence Project is around for situations like this. Actually, wasn't it the Innocence Project that ended up helping more? Or was it at a private... I don't uh, know. There... There has to be a way. I don't know exactly the process, but I you can obviously claim you're coerced and stuff. Like yep. that's what he's doing. He got exonerated. Yeah, he's already been exonerated. He's already had that piece of evidence thrown out, which then got him released. I don't remember if he had to be in front of uh if if he had to have another trial or if he was just released. I need to look back into it. We haven't covered that for a few months, but um yeah, it's it's crazy stuff, dude. It is really crazy stuff. And it doesn't make sense. This is another situation, this Dr. Moore case, that just doesn't make sense. And it makes me wonder, okay, so when, when you have cops, these two cops that were involved in Dr. Moore, it, I'm leaving Idaho 4 all the way out of this, okay? When you have the two cops that were involved in Dr. Moore, but were involved in the Idaho 4-2. What is the reasoning for them to commit these crimes? What is the reasoning for them to be dirty cops? Sorry. What's the reason? The reason for what? Sorry, I was for the doing dirty cops. What's the reason? For which dirty cops? To- in the Dr. Moore case. In the Dr. Moore case? Yeah, there has to be a reason. Why well, would you do that- things so illegally? Is it just to get a closed case? Was there some kind of buy-in and attachment to uh, the other doctor's wife? Um I'm drawing Jennifer. Yep. So uh, that was my that was my thought immediately was either there was some kind of love love triangle going on with the wife. Or because Brian Drake was a gambler, okay? He was involved in, yeah, yeah, he was involved in some things that weren't like so great. Yeah. Um, And his wife, like his family was suffering because of him. Yeah. Like they were broke. He was, he was hurting them financially and stuff. Um, And also like. Did like he have lost a, everything. He, yeah. yeah. Did he have a lot of gambling debt? You know, like there's a lot of things that I think could play into it that make a ton more sense than Dr. Moore, dude. Owing bookies gambling debt. Are you kidding me? What else does he owe gambling debt on? Like, is he just gambling in official con- casinos or is he gambling like shady on shady stuff? Yeah. You know what I mean? He was also sleeping around or attempting to. Like, there was the guy was going through it, you know, and I'm not judging him. I'm not putting it down. It sounds like he was an alcoholic and gambling addict. And he was having a hard time. Yeah. Rough things. Um, But yeah, I, I agree. I think that's a good thing to bring up 
But again, I go back to why were the cops so dead set on Dr. Moore? Doc, they literally threatened the coroner. Yep, I know. And he was having dinner at the coroner's house that night. That was his alibi. They threatened his an elected official, the witness to his alibi, who's an elected official out of dude giving him his alibi. Yeah, it is insane. It blew my mind. I, I, when I first read the Dr. Moore case, I was floored, you guys, absolutely floored. I, I didn't want to believe it. I thought it was a troll at first. I was like, no way is this possible. Yeah, it, it's true. Completely and totally true. Uh, Brian Hoffman said, look at the date. Um, they were carrying on about 3D scans. Oh, I'm not sure what you're talking about, Brian, but, you know, send it over. Um. But yeah, the Dr. Moore case, I think, is really important. I don't know why it doesn't get highlighted in the Koberger case more. I, I, I don't get it's it. The, I think it's very possible it's the Giglio. No, I don't understand why content creators and people oh. who look into the case, like, dude, mainstream media has not touched Dr. Moore. I know. They have not even touched it at all. Like, nobody has talked about that case and the fact that Two ISP officers that were literally... Tolson was making key decisions. Yes, very key decisions. He was one of, like, literally the leads on that case. I know. And he was in the Idaho 4 case. Like, that is so important. Like, why, I don't understand why Tolson is not on, like, leave. That Pending investigation. That's one of my biggest complaints with law enforcement right now is that when there is uh when there's a complaint against an officer that seems like it could have something to it i do not think cops should have a badge i do not think they should be on the street with that kind of stress and that kind of whatever's going on there because now we have a situation where you have a key investigator making decisions in the Idaho four case that is stressed out, possibly losing his job and his life. And you know what I mean? Everything he knows about being an officer and you put him on the Idaho four case. Dude. Oh, crazy. Dude. Sleuthy goosey is awesome, man. She, she's always unearthing something, man. She's incredible. She is incredible. Yep. And what why she's so incredible is she is so organized with her information I know. that's something i have trouble with um she is very organized i'm great at finding information and then i lose it in my mess of madness you i know? do so, too um yeah she's phenomenal yeah she's probably one of those people that has little bins all over her house for everything <laughs> right yeah, <laughs> um you know Eric, um, she's so my hero. The the two officers, Tolson. Do you remember the other officer's name right now? Van I'm, Leuven. Van Leuven. So Tolson and Van Leuven were part of Doctor Moore's case and were part of the Idaho Four. But Tolson was the big deal, the the one making very key decisions in the case. Um, they so they both have connections to Bonner's Ferry and Officer Payne has a direct family connection with Bonner's Ferry. Interesting, right? Now, that's 
that doesn't mean anything and or it does mean something i i it could go either way you guys but it, it's interesting to see that geographically these guys have connections to the same area mm -hmm. so is there some kind of rapport that's already there you know what i mean have they had history already do they know each other uh is, is one of them comfortable enough to say, you need to put this at the crime? You know what I mean? Yeah. Somebody just asked if we had a picture of Tolson. Have you seen a picture of Tolson? No. You haven't? No, no like it's wiped. It's wiped? Oh, wait. No, no, no. I have seen a picture of Tolson, but it's very hard to find. Oh, really? It's one of the pictures that I, I've saved, but I don't know if I can find it quick. Let me, let okay. me see. Let me just open my investigation. I mean, he should be on like a, a state website. He should be. Yeah, he should be, but I don't think he is. Interesting. Just like Rosendahl. Yeah. You can't find him really. You can find his name with a phone number to contact him on the Idaho website or Moscow website, but there's no pictures uh, in any of like... You know how they put out those reports like commending officers and stuff? You never see Rosendahl on it, ever. I know. I know. It's really strange. Yeah, Payne, Payne has a family meat locker in Bonner's Ferry. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's a I think that's really important when you're looking at possible theories within this case, right? Um, because I, I don't think you can throw all this blame on Tolson and say he threw the whole case. Okay. I would be curious to find out where Tolson was on what days at what times and who he was talking to. That would be very interesting. Um, but, uh, I do think if there's any possibility of, Hey, we know Brian's the guy, let's just make this, make sure Brian's the guy, like maybe what went on in the Dr. Moore case. Uh, I think there would need to be some kind of connection from them. I I could be wrong. I've never been a cop, you guys. But I do you think it's possible that cops are comfortable enough walking up to another cop and being like, "Hey, we're gonna get this dude. We're just gonna we're just gonna set him up. You know what I mean? We're gonna hem him up by any it's means wild, necessary, dude. It's absolutely wild. Yeah, you can't." Dude, it's really hard to find I Tolson. Know. When you look up Tolson, really the only thing you can find is the Dr. Moore case. That's it. I, There's I, no other information on him that I've been able to find. Yeah, it's really strange. Who's, really, really strange. Who's not commendable? Who did I say is commendable? The meat locker is owned by Payne. I think it... It's owned by Payne himself. I thought it was a family oh. business. It, it could be. It could be. Can't you look stuff like that up? Yeah. But Isn't that public? Record? I don't know. If... Let's see here. Burr, 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 burr. Okay. Yep. So going back to our original original topic that got us going on this is the fbi in the dr moore case they threw around the fbi they came out and made a news statement on mainstream well not not national media but local media 
and said that they had the FBI working with them and they had all this evidence and they made the town start believing Dr. Moore was the guy. So they started painting an image of character assassination uh, and of character assassination and um, and they did it successfully and the FBI was never involved in this. Never. Hmm. So it's interesting to think, it, is there any of that going on? I don't know. Is Payne buddy-buddy with Tolson and look to an officer that's been around for a long time? Because remember, Payne doesn't have experience. Not, not like a well-seasoned officer. He has two years experience, all right? Uh, did he reach out and look to Tolson and say, hey, I would love to have some of your input, you know, how how would you handle this? And he's like, yeah, you need to throw around the FBI, make it sound like it's official. And, uh, you know, just if you can sell the narrative, then you can sell the case. So is that possible? I don't know. I don't know. Either. I mean, regardless of how long people have even worked at the at, in Moscow PD, it doesn't seem they've done enough murder investigations to really have that much experience anyway. Uh, that's been one of my go-tos also is because I'm not, it, I don't go directly to conspiracy. I understand conspiracies are real. We've seen them time and time and time again. I know they happen, but that's not my first step. My first step is putting faith in our justice system and the police officers. The first time I see a lie or something that's dishonest, I start looking for more. And this is the this is the route I take every single time. If I find more, I start looking into the people. If I start, you know what I mean? And it, it just goes down this hole. So um, I don't know. I forgot where I was taking that. You look so disappointed every time that happens. I'm thinking. <laughs> it cracks me up because your face just goes blank and you're like, man. Yeah, well, I normally have to start thinking about something else and then it'll come back to me what I was thinking. Just think about Which pain, is really strange. Payne's meat locker. Yeah. I, what I think kind of meats do you think are hanging weird. in that meat locker? Oh, yeah, we were talking about the, the police experience. That's right. That's right. Uh, but, yeah, that's been my go-to. I I didn't go directly to conspiracy. See, I just had to think about something else. I didn't. I don't go to conspiracy right away. Um, I, I think there are more reasonable answers for officers that have good intentions. So, like, with the Idaho 4 case, I... I still think it's very possible that it's a lack of experience and these guys thought they were doing the right thing and for whatever reason believed that Brian Koberger was the guy and believed they were doing the right thing for their city. And yeah. it felt right to them, but it's wrong in the justice system. So I think this is exactly what it is. Uh, and, I, you know... Actually, okay, I do think they are used to getting what they want, but look at what Rumsey just said. 
Wow. Uh, something I would like to point out about Moscow police and Pullman, they recruit almost exclusively prior military. That's one reason why they're all a tight knit group. That's that interesting. Is very interesting. Very interesting. And, you know, I, I've, I wonder, I don't want to do. give away everything that I'm looking into right don't now. Don't even talk about it. But I do feel that way about the police force that in that town is that they are used to getting what they want. Uh, yes. They are very used to getting what That's they want. That's clear with just the fraternity deaths. Yeah. I agree. I They're agree. not they are not used to having their evidence questioned and scrutinized to this kind of level. It, it's small town issues. Yes. It's small town issues yes. for whatever reason the smaller the town the bigger the ego. Um at least from experience of what we've seen. Obviously, it's not like that everywhere. I know. I'm not trying to put down everybody. Uh, and I'm a huge advocate for police, you guys. I I believe in the police. I will call the police. I have high expectations of the police. But I also believe that we own the police. So uh, it's our job to criticize them. It is our job to judge their performance. We pay them. So. I also believe in our systems. So the only reason I'm even take my time, my oh so precious time and invest it into looking into these things is because I believe in our systems. I um I just think there needs to be some changes. Like, you know, I think that a lot of these systems are really slow. People, okay, are slow to change. Um, oh, we, people hate change. We, yeah, people don't like change. Uh, me included. You know, it's it's hard. It's I like hard. change. Um, I really but do. I I like change too. But there's some things that are really extremely hard to change. Like I I, I wouldn't say all change is equal. Like literally, I could change up my entire life and be so happy. I've done it so many times where I've literally moved across the country, got a totally different job and been like a totally different person. Whoa. <laughs> okay. I've done it multiple times. Yeah. I don't need to move for that. It just depends on what side of the bed I wake so, up on is what person I am. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I have 12 personalities. Okay. Well, I've only seen three of them on here. Well, my point is, is that like there's different kinds of change, something as Ooh. deep and systemic, okay, as these kind of small town issues that they've been running this way for a long, long time. Yeah, I know. And it's systemic it's, issues. It's really hard. It, I agree. I agree. And that's part of the reason. And Mike, that sounds awful, dude. And that's exactly what I'm talking about is. Look, how police are supposed to and I'm, I know I'm preaching to the choir. You guys already know this, but how police are supposed to be is is, is not offer their opinion that our laws should not leave any room for opinions. He they are there you. to be protectors of the law and how it functions and how it provides safety and security to the people. So in situations like that, that's terrifying. Like it, I don't think they should have room for opinion. Um, so yeah, the spirit Lake shooting 
Yes, Kopaka in this. So we've been covering the Spirit Lake shooting, um, mm-hmm. waiting right on more here. info to come out on it. Uh, but yeah, it, it it just makes no sense at all. And they're currently investigating it right now. So you know we should give them that time, the sheriff's department, to investigate what happened we there. We hope the sheriff is um, honest. I really hope they're honest because yeah. if they come out trying to claim this lady barricaded herself this blind this blind can't walk on her own uses a cane old lady who's also extremely tiny and petite had a police standoff with weapons and barricaded herself in her own apartment if they try to claim that of course i will lose my mind of course she used her walker as a sniper stand like that was (laughs) absolutely what was going on here i i see you keep saying this delana fbi was involved though uh not just small town law enforcement yeah and and that's what i'm waiting on that evidence uh i i i don't know if you were on here when we when we were talking about the fbi before but me and malia see things different when it comes to the fbi in this case Eh, uh not really i wish the fbi would take it over and i do have faith in the fbi i also believe that the fbi has done and will do shady things again because humans are involved and that always happens anytime humans are involved but um i'm more concerned with the proven dirty cops from the dr moore case than I am with the FBI right now in the Idaho 4 case. Dude, I I don't know why you act like we disagree so much on the FBI because all I said was that I I do believe if there's good. I believe there is most likely corruption within the small town police force and yeah. ISP because that's what Tolson and Van Leuven are a part of. They're not a part of Moscow. They're a part of the state police. I I hear you, so, but they are subcontracted, so to say, to these smaller police departments. So like Bonner's Ferry, they literally yeah. were under their uh, like employee roster for that police department. Okay. So but all yes. I'm saying is I do believe more than likely it's local PD that is the issue, but I cannot rule out the That's FBI, whereas you can rule it out. I hear you. I I don't but want you to believe I how more, I believe. I I'm not trying to do that. I I'm, I'm trying to trying clarify to my beliefs. Create conflict. I'm trying to clarify my beliefs because you're acting like I'm this nutso conspiracy theorist that thinks the FBI is 100 percent corrupt, and I never ever tried to portray it that way. Okay. Ever. Okay. Never. <laughs> okay. You did. You assumed that, that I just was I assuming did. all the FBI was corrupt. I, d- I don't think that that is a tin hat thought. I just, <laughs> I don't. I've said the whole time that I understand where you're coming from with that, with that opinion. What I'm saying is that I'm more willing to risk the, the percentage of you know human issues within the FBI then i am willing to risk betting on the officers that are involved from a local level i'm not even saying you're wrong i feel like we should have different opinions i don't want you to believe what i believe i don't want anyone to they're mine 
these are my beliefs. No one else is allowed to believe them. Get off. Yeah. Lana, Delana, we only believe that it could take one officer to make the whole case a problem. Yeah. All I'm saying is that I don't just automatically trust the way you automatically trust law yeah. enforcement. Correct. I am uh, painfully optimistic to a fault. Right. Yeah. It's the pr it's and I agree with that. That's the thing is that statistically he doesn't, it makes the most he's sense. He's trying to act like I don't agree with that, but I do agree with that. You're not allowed. It's mine. I no one else is bad. allowed to agree with me. Well, I don't care. I am the bad cop, okay? And you're supposed to disagree with both no, of us. St statistically, that just I'm a very black and white person. So, uh, you know, I statistically I, you're a black and white person. I I place my bet the best I can and commit to it. And right now, my bet is yes. more trust in the FBI and and less trust in local is. That's my bet. And I could be wrong. And Mike, that's okay. you're a pessimist. <laughs> Only a pessimist would say that. Yeah, I'm totally an optimist, you guys. Big time. I know I come off like not aggressive, but uh, confident in the way I present myself. But I'm like super optimist to a fault, literally. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone has good intentions, dude. the The actual proven corruption, because I I don't think that it's arguable at this point with the Doctor Moore case that investigators within the Idaho Four case are corrupt. They, they are. There are some that are corrupt. Now, there's only two that we know of for sure. That's it. Um, but there's no disputing that at this point. So, like, yeah, I go with that's where the flaw is. And but I also no, I see don't I don't commit to what I'm saying. I commit to what I'm saying until new information comes along that makes me want to change it, you know. The, there's nothing concrete in life. No, that doesn't there isn't. exist. That doesn't exist. So, like this idea that you know, hey, this was mine. I'm gonna plant a flag in it. Like I was just joking about about my opinions. I was trolling, you know, kidding. Um, it's just a, a super weird idea. Like, oh, found this opinion first. You know what I mean? Um, it something's my opinion until more information comes forward, and it's not anymore, and I change it. Yeah, so. I do the same thing. I change my opinions all the time once I have new information. I think everybody should do that, though. Yeah, Malia doesn't either. But uh, that, that's, that's I think just the approach I take. I think everybody, for the most part, is concerned about themselves. Um, Pretty much. Yeah, I agree. So if it's not good for them, then they don't care. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's good intention for themselves. Yeah. Not necessarily for everybody else. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. But it, 
as long as ever as long as you understand that though you can still be optimistic in people because people the, the people i worry about are the ones that know that they're a hindrance on society and know that they're making bad decisions and continue to hurt people anyways like those those are dangerous people and those people are few and far between i think most people believe they're making positive right good intention decisions even though most of the time they're not for everybody, myself included, you know. Hmm. Yeah, the the Brent information. I, yeah. Well, you're in the right place, Delana, because we love different opinions too. Yeah. Like, that's we don't want any. We don't want viewers that just agree with us. No. We want people to disagree. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, what what a boring community when everyone has the same opinion. You know? I, I agree. I want to learn. You know, and the only way you learn is from somebody who has a different opinion than you. I've seen, you know, like okay, there are a lot of people that will claim that content creators delete comments that disagree with them. And sometimes I think it's unwarranted that people automatically say that. Um, but however, there are some content creators out there that do do that, where like any comment that disagrees with what they're saying, they delete. Really? Yeah. Oh. There are some. That, there, it's that not sounds a like lot. it takes a lot of work. It's not a ton. Replying to more comments is already More enough. people get accused of it than actually do it. Oh, who cares if someone accuses but, you of it? But i have seen some that actually do it and i'm like why would you want to do that if, if someone accused me of that i would just say yeah i do and what are you gonna do about it <laughs> even though i don't no you don't no i there's been horrible comments on there that you were i know to. <laughs> i know horrible comments i leave all the worst comments i i, I think they're funny i think they're super funny the rule is if you're going to troll, be funny. Be funny. All right. There's nothing that could be said that'll hurt my feelings. <laughs> I'm a salesperson and I have been for my whole career. So essentially, for, you know, a long time, so long that I'm not willing to admit how long people have hated me. So I feel right at home at YouTube. Because everybody hates you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is what I've dealt with my whole career. Salespeople for the win. But uh, so I, the FBI stuff weirds me out. I, I feel like we took like a big turn into Dr. Moore, which you, you almost couldn't not do it because of the FBI details yeah. in Dr. Moore. Yeah. But uh, every piece of evidence that the fbi is claimed to be a part of there is no evidence of the fbi being a part of it none i mean not I, one I'm, I'm just so curious if the in the trial they will have any fbi expert testimony i'm super curious if they will i'm so so curious No, you're you're right, Paw Patrol. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> People don't think about you enough. No, and they shouldn't. 
No, they, you're right. People that Everyone think should too- be selfish. Well, no, legitimate. <laughs> That's like my belief. If everyone was just selfish, the world would be really great. You know, selfish doesn't mean aggressive and mean because you can still be selfish, but still respect people around you. I don't know. Cause like, what about if you see somebody being harmed? It is selfless to help them, not selfish. Bro, I am not going to put my life on the line to, to save someone else. No, but what about calling 911, making a report? Yeah, of or course I would do If it's that. a child, like if I see a child being okay, harmed. Okay, then I would put myself in but harm's way. But that's selfless. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But so is I, it self? Okay, we can go. We can go deep here. Yeah, you're right. Is it selfless <laughs> when you're? I already gain, know where you're going. Yeah, you're the the emotional gain, the 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 ego gain, the uh the self boost. Well, I don't even think in, it's about ego. What I think it's about is that if you don't do something, you know, you're gonna leave there freaking out about it and feeling terrible about it forever. Yeah, like not even it, taken into account. So uh, it's like it's almost selfish to do it to save yourself from the feelings of feeling bad for not doing it. Oh, I didn't think like that. Because if I left I'm a kid being of, hurt and I found I out do that. that they got like abducted and, yeah. and killed and or whatever, I would literally regret it for the rest of my life that I didn't do anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But yeah, so back to the FBI stuff. Um, I really hope those details come out because it's strange. It is so strange. The FBI created the cell phone triangulation, no evidence or proof. The FBI made the connection with the car, no evidence or proof. The FBI gave Brian Koberger to Moscow, no evidence or proof. The FBI uh, made the connection via IgG, no evidence or proof. The FBI, you, you know what I mean? Well, tomorrow's the day, you guys, if we find out if they're going to get an extension for more time to get that proof. I, or if they're just not, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see if they turn anything over tomorrow. Yeah. Right, tomorrow's December first, and and I'm saying that understanding that we, we there isn't a platform yet for them to offer up the evidence and proof. They could have given statements in the PCA, but they didn't need to, and I understand that. Um, so I'm just hoping those come out because if not, it's really weird. And I do think the lack of information in the PCA is really weird, but you know that's just me. Well, we know that. We've seen PCAs that are over a thousand pages long, dude. Then yeah, with the Gil- even if you take into the Gilgo account the Gilgo case last- is a little bit different than this though, because the Gilgo case is m- many victims and over a span of many years. I mean, it's it's I get when he was arrested, it was actually one less victim. But if you only take into account what they gathered in the last twelve months, it, it still is hundreds of pages so i think they did all their evidentiary work in the last 12 months all the important stuff was in the last 12 months yep 113 so that 113 pieces of evidence yeah oh man that's 
that number. I hope we get a trial date tomorrow. That would be great. It would be. It would be really great. But yeah, we don't we don't know for sure that there's no evidence of the FBI. No, we don't. Not yet. Not for sure. There's just been nothing presented it's yet. It's so and, interesting and, how many people court, talk about it, though. I know. In court, Bill Thompson did say that there was nothing but handwritten notes. I, about the IgG, Dude, I hear you. Which like, is so it it continues my the how? oddity around the FBI. How is that possible? Because IgG is all on a computer. So how is there only handwritten notes? It goes back to it is was that the FBI's decision? Because guys, I've questioned the FBI's involvement this entire time, the entire time. So are the handwritten note, notes actually made from Payne claiming he's on the phone with an, an IgG expert from the FBI and they're telling him nice. all the alleles that match and then that's it? That's all that there is? Is, is there a paint on here? Uh, that would be so absurd. I know. If that's the be. proof. <laughs> it's not going to be, but it would be really funny. It's not going to be. Gosh, I wish I had like easy access to... Because that's what Payne claims. That's how he got the cell phone triangulation was on the phone with an FBI cast agent. And he walked him through it and told him how to triangulate. Yeah. Like that is not official in any respect. And there's <laughs> no way that can be legitimate evidence. So hopefully there's an actual cast report or hopefully there's an expert who actually did some kind of location um, of some kind, like geolocation, something with the app data or, you know, something. Yeah, I, I'm official, right there with you. Not paying on the phone with somebody like, yeah, this is how you do this. This is how you do this. Because we know that's not possible. It is not possible. It is not possible. You cannot hop on the phone with somebody that has knowledge of cell phone triangulation and walk them through it. It is not possible. It also that that statement that he makes is the opposite of what the cast reports requirements are to prove it. Yeah, Margaret, you're talking about Hannah Clear Cleary. That I don't I don't know if there's any legitimacy to that at all, to be honest. Um, I just don't know one way or the other. I haven't looked into anything. I know people have said that there's some kind of connection with her brother and him being angry. And even though her father said, you know what I mean, there was still some anger there. And I just don't know. I haven't looked into that stuff so yet. It's I've, one of those topics we'll cover. I blog. Are we? Because I looked yeah. into it extensively and I actually was going to cover it. And then I was like, wait, I don't know if I should cover this. Like, I felt kind of weird about it. Um, but I did find some stuff that seemed legitimate that Maddie lived in a dorm her first yeah. year of college with Hannah. I think that so, topic could be talked about just not focusing on what happened with her and focusing on some of the connections that the community believes there could be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just, I don't think that's what caused this. I personally at all. Um, but yeah, she was a girl who had a connection to one of the victims. Yeah. 
who unfortunately died. Yeah. It's pretty sad. I watched it her is. I watched her funeral. It was pretty sad. It's very sad. It's very sad. Very sad. You know what's really interesting? Uh Koberger's family is religious, very religious apparently. Yeah. You, you know what's really interesting uh is there is fraternity involvement in uh well i i can't say fraternity involvement i i i chose my words wrong um so somebody that is known around the idaho four case is a technology genius wait what someone that is known and i'm not going to say anything more specific okay until we cover this case which i'll 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 cover it this friday but uh somebody that is a known person like if i if i said who this person was everyone would know who i was talking about um is a technology expert close to the case and what i mean by technology expert is being able to choose where there's coverage and where there's not cell phone coverage and not and at at certain times and things like that and trust me you guys i understand that is as tin hat as you can go but you know someone brought the information up to me and and i'm always going to be transparent with people that you know yeah those dots connect it doesn't mean that it's what it is but there i was surprised they connected um no because we're not like full time yet we're not going to do a watch along um you know, hopefully we'll be able to do those things, you know, once we go like full, full time. Yeah, we but, will do those things a hundred percent once we're so, full time, guys. So, so hi, Kimmy. I'm glad to see you're back. I hope you had a good session. Um, I didn't realize that Cleary's Hannah Cleary's family was religious. I didn't realize that's what you guys were talking about. But Hannah Cleary is um a girl who supposedly lived with Maddie in a dorm. Um and it, like her first year of Maddie's first year of college, and she passed away, uh, supposedly of an overdose from over the counter, like sleep meds. And that's what her dad said. That's that's what he said. The autopsy said that's what her death was, you know, the how her death was determined, manner of death was determined to be was like an OD from over the counter sleep pill, sleeping pills. Um, People have tried to make the connection to that because on Maddie's Instagram, there was a comment uh, that it was a really nasty comment towards Maddie. Okay, essentially saying she deserved what she got. All of them did because they bullied Hannah into unaliving herself. Yeah, I think it could be denial. I also think that that religious factor, you guys, depending on what faction they are um they they might need to believe that it happened a certain way you know um losing someone's hard man it is uh, hard and i get it i understand it and and it's a lot easier to move on when you're a parent and you have a child not saying i understand that but true j Ray. um it's a lot easier to go on thinking that 
you know, the the passing away was an accident. So. Yeah, her dad claims it was a total accident that she didn't do it on purpose. Yeah, that essentially it it it, it was like a double dose situation, which isn't very likely. I get it, but uh No, I think that she meant to do it personally. Um, but it it was just very strange, you guys. Very strange. Unless she had the only way that I think it could be accidental is if she had another condition like for example, um, what is the condition that caught uh, apnea, sleep apnea? And she took a sleeping medication that yeah. cut off her breathing. Gotcha. Yep. Yep. So yep. I, I think the only way it could have been a total accident is if she took a little bit than higher dose because maybe she's used to the medication. I don't know. She has to take it regularly and has trouble sleeping and getting good sleep. And she has like sleep apnea or some other condition that would cause her to pass away like you know repressed a breathing or something um so I, i'm not saying it's impossible it is possible but um i don't know it just i, I just got the vibe that i just feel like it could have been but on purpose but and if it's correct that her family's super religious yeah they may not want to believe that she would do that on purpose you gosh, know gosh that is awful marietta i am so super sorry to hear that i i cannot relate so yeah. i have no idea how awful that is but i i can't even imagine can't even imagine so one one interesting thing though with that case is uh she was catching a lot of hate for it like a lot Who? of hate uh kaylee Kaylee was I'm, I'm, Maddie. Maddie was catching a lot of hate. No, for Bonnie was saying that like, too. That she lot. saw there were more. There was more than one person who felt this way. Yeah, there was several people who commented things like this that felt similarly that they were bullies. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't know how valid that is. I mean, it's hard to know because I think that. People make stuff up sometimes, man, as weird and like as much as it doesn't make sense why you would do that, um, they do sometimes. So, I mean, it's really easy for people to make all accounts like it could be all one person. I know. Yep. So unless these accounts were legitimized as like students and people that knew them and real accounts. I don't know. You know, yeah. there's no way to know. There isn't any way to know. All we can do is look at historical evidence, look at statistical evidence and probabilities and make the best guess and commitment, you know, and I'll tell you, you guys it, looking at the Idaho four case, you know how many times my opinions changed in the last three months? It has been an insane amount of times. And it's to the point where I'm I'm not willing to make a commitment. I can tell you which one's feel like they have legs which ones feel like they can hold water um but i just don't know i just don't know because we don't have all the pieces and this is another situation where i don't feel like we're going to get all the pieces we can make the best assumption and guess and talk about it and try and figure it out and everything uh but uh because yeah. you're wishy-washy I, I am i am um hey plumbing I don't, I don't believe anything's concrete so 
<laughs> I gotta be wishy-washy. I stand behind my time travel theory. <laughs> I agree. Oh from, my gosh, is Trump, is Trump gonna be involved in this next? That he's also, because he's a time traveler, that he was also involved in the uh, Idaho court case? Even bring up politics. <laughs> I'm just joking. Ugh. It's a joke. I hate, I don't want to talk about any politics when I'm We're thinking not, about crime. We're not, it's a joke. I know. It's the just only other time traveler theory I know of. I'm just complaining. And that theory is wild. It's crazy. I, I know. It's super crazy. Yeah. What is... And Ambien is no joke, man. I had family members that took Ambien. Dude, that stuff is, that's a wild medication. It is insane. It is. It absolutely is. Comb over Caligula. <laughs> oh, that's a great name. I think that's the membership link, right? Yeah, I'm pretty okay. sure you posted okay. the membership yep. link. Posted the membership link and uh see here. Hang on. Well, JH, we will take a look into the Larry Nasser case. And for those of you that I just want to say it again cuz I know I said it earlier you guys, but if you're on Reddit check out this uh this group it is one of the it is probably the most open-minded uh idaho for brian koberger group there are people in here that believe he's guilty people in here that believe he's innocent and uh people that want to talk through stuff actually have a conversation and not put people down just because they believe something different they want to learn um so check that out and you can find it on our page on reddit too so uh you know add that if you're on reddit i love that group so <clears throat> i wanted to make sure and give them a proper proper a proper shout out But we're we're on all social medias. Like we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook. I even think we're on TikTok, but I don't put much on TikTok because um, it doesn't let you put anything on there from computer very well. Uh, but, chasing ghosts. If drop your TikTok handle in the chat. Yeah. Absolutely. Let me see what. What else was that? So remember the breakdown for the king, queen, reasoning. We're going to try and figure that out more uh, and, and find actual factual evidence that factuals this information. Um, FBI focus, cell tower. We went through the cell tower. And for those of you that are re-watching, if you have a question about cell phone data, Hop on this Reddit and throw it on the post or leave it in the comments and I will do my best to answer all your questions. I feel so bad for people that are scared of their phones. I don't feel like anyone should be scared of their phone. That is an awful thing to feel. And, uh, you know, I, I can 
explain how things are, aren't, or should be on wireless and, and any of those. Um, if I know, you know. Yeah, for sure. If you have questions about it, definitely reach out. Yeah. <laughs> Ian said his phone is too crappy to scare him. Um, yeah. Plumbing said... Sometimes that's a good thing, though. Plumbing said his three-year-old saw a ghost earlier today. Never seen him so scared. Jeez. I bet it was funny, though. Yeah. Was it, Was it like, something really weird? Or was it, like, something very explainable? Because I, I, you know, there's a lot of kids that have claimed, like, I saw things as a child that I can't explain and that nobody else could. Oh. What? I think there's a term oh, for that. You don't know? He just freaked out out of nowhere? That's weird. No, kids are, kids are, that's one thing people say is that kids are closer to that stuff. Like they can see it better than adults. All right, everybody. That is the show tonight. This is the one and only worldwide breaking true crime talk show. The late and the great and the newest true crime talk show. Make sure you check out all of our podcasts on all of the platforms. And, uh, you know, I we posted in here a couple times, you guys, the Discord. Uh, if you want to get updates, alerts on what's going on, join that Discord. You can also join this Patreon here. And there is a free tier. It is free. Now, we have quite a few people on there that are paying members to help support us get to full time and make more content for you more regularly at more times on more days. I don't know what else more I could say, but uh, join that Patreon or the discord or both and come continue hanging out with us and, and conversating and teaching us some things and, and we'll learn all this madness together. Um, but we appreciate all of you. Yes, we absolutely do. All of you. Thank you for being here tonight. Everyone who chatted, everyone who just, you know, chilled and listened. We appreciate you all the same. Um, have a great night and we'll see you here on Sunday. Tomorrow we're recording the podcast, the pre-recorded one, where we bring all the, all the, should we be like the rest of the kids and say boom now? All the booms? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no, that's... Uh, that's drip drop saying. I don't want to It's not it. drip drop saying, to be fair, but I don't want to step on his toes. So it, in sales, everyone says boom. I've said it my whole career okay. that when a sale happens, and it, it's across all industries too... So I wondered if he was a salesperson at, at any time, but uh, I don't want to start saying it. That I know he likes putting it on his videos and everything. Um, I know. I, we'll I, stick with Thought Riot. We'll keep that riot going, that Thought Riot going. 
Yeah, we need a saying that goes with it. We need a sound bite that sounds like a riot to close this out. What Ooh. would a thought riot sound like? Just a bunch of like light bulbs going off. <laughs> like when you switch a light on, a bunch of light switches. <laughs> Oh, I think I'm tired. <laughs> That's weird. Like boom. <laughs> uh, baby boom salesman. <laughs> so chessy? Or did you mean to say cheesy? Chessy? Yeah, I, I'm probably the cheesy one. A lot of people feel like I'm cheesy, um, but this is just my normal self. <laughs> Oh, plumbing thinks that your uh, mustache was glued on. Oh, man, I wish. You know how much issues my thick and annoying facial hair has given me my whole life? Thank you, Cynthia. It's good to see you. No, I love, I love so many content creators, for sure. All but, of them. Yeah. Absolutely. We want you guys to continue communicating with us. You can send it in. Uh, you can give it to us in a oh. comment. You can give it to us on uh, Discord. You can get find us on Twitter. You can also email us. Um, you can do it any of those ways. Uh, but yeah. The social media will probably get back to you quicker, though, if I'm being honest. The email... <laughs> Sometimes gets put on the back burner when we're backed up in editing and 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 stuff. But yes. I think I'm going to change my editing style to put more focus on the topics that are hot and less editing focus on the stories that we're just starting, like just with basic picture overlays and things like that. So I can put more time into the important topics and things like that. But um we will see. All right, everybody. We appreciate all of you. Yeah. We're going to work on the shorts plumbing. You got any tips? Let me know. Well, I mean, I've told everyone, and we already posted that out oh. there, that, uh, you know, I if you guys want to create shorts for us, you can make money off of them. We will you will get ad revenue off of them. So you make them from our content that's out there and we'll post them and I'll send you proof of how much money has been made off of them. And then, you know, you get half of it. Yeah. Oh, Ooh, Cynthia coming in hot with a $20 super sticker. That is incredible. We appreciate you. Oh, it's so cute. It's hugs. Look, can you see it? Oh, right here? no way. Look. Oh, it doesn't show on my screen. Well, no, because you're you're in the streaming thing. But yeah, there it is. Thank yeah. you so much, Cynthia. Yeah, we appreciate you. You've been you've been with us for a while too. Yeah, she yeah she's got the Thought Riot member badge. She was one of the first. Yep. Cynthia's Absolutely. a the goat. Oh, boo, yeah. OG rioter, yeah, right there. Absolutely. Oh, whoa. Oh, incredible. Violetta. Yeah, Violetta coming in hot too. What it what does it say? Sorry. 
Sorry. Why sorry? Yeah. <laughs> Don't be sorry. No, that's awesome. We appreciate that big time. Yeah. You what guys is, are incredible. What does MX mean, though? Is that a different currency? Yeah. Interesting. Yes. Thank you so much. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cynthia Gaines, they give you your first membership, J. Ray. Yeah, but that is awesome, Violetta. We appreciate that. It's incredible. Thank you very much. Mike said you look 16 and 35 simultaneously. Who? You. Me? You do look like way younger tonight without the stash. Uh, yeah, well, it's a good thing that I'm 29, you know. I actually kind of miss the stash. I think you should grow it back. I can't. Not until we're full-time. <laughs> I can't show up and be serious at, you know, Fortune 500 companies with a power stash. Oh, Ian, gifted five memberships. What? I'm telling you, Ian is out here, like, making it rain. <laughs> Brian. All day. TC, Lynn, Morgan, Art of Deduction got one. Oh, that's incredible. Congrats, everybody. Welcome. Thank you, Ian. And Violetta and Cynthia. You guys are all so wonderful. You, you guys are. are all three really avid supporters, and we appreciate yes. you a ton. Appreciate you a ton. That's awesome. We... Well, we appreciate that because we think you guys are all great, honestly. <laughs> He's got his debit card back. <laughs> That's what he said earlier. I don't know if you saw it. He said, I got my debit card back. Oh. <laughs> yes. Charlie Chaplin maybe, stash? Maybe. Maybe. That's business appropriate, right? I'll think of one. Yeah. A mustache. I like hate facial hair too, but for some reason the stash grew on me. Yeah. All right, everybody. And we've already said our goodbyes and that is it for tonight. We yes. appreciate all of you, all the support and everything you guys do. Oh, Kimmy's and... trying to send a gift now. <gasps> no, we, we appreciate you. And we will see you all soon. Yeah, Sunday night. Yes, Sunday night. For sure. Have a good night, everybody. Bye. Love you all. Good night.